and welcome to episode 340 of the Awesome Comics Podcast, the place where the small press makes one hell of a big noise. I'm Vince Hunt, creator of the Instagram comic Black, and joining me as always is the creator of the webcomic Vanguard, Dan Butcher. Hello. The writer behind such titles as Atomic Hercules and George Mayhem, it's Tony Esmond. Hello. And this week, we're joined by a friend of the show, an artist on John Carpenter's Tales of Science Fiction, yes. it's Mr. Dave Kennedy. Hello. Hey. Hello. Hello. <laughs> such, a, such a quiet, reserved... Hello, Dave. You're such <laughs> yeah, a gent. I've had, <clears throat> I've had me tea. I think I overdosed on bacon tonight. Oh. Excellent. <laughs> I think I that's actually impossible to do. Yeah, I know. I was going to say, you can't actually overdose on bacon, but you have too many eggs, and you know... You'll be yeah, egg-bound. The result. Egg-bound. Yeah, to, is, that, is that what I've they gone call to, it? I've gone to DEFCON 1 on the belt. Oh, <laughs> King Kong's finger on the way. Oh God, God! Um, Racking his knuckles already. Oh, God. Oh, God. Hello, everyone. This is our first show of 2022. Can't believe it. Can't believe Gosh. it. How many years have we been doing this now? Jeez. Um, anyway, <laughs> but yes, it's been a strange couple of years. But as always, we want to spend a bit of time talking about what we're looking forward to. The hopes our hopes and dreams and of course like it's all to do with comics and just the comics community etc we've got some recommendations at the end some shout outs and of course the usual nonsense for the next hour and a half and also just to kick off your year right now that is i think i don't know about you guys do you um do you start thinking it's 2022 after christmas as soon as I keep talking mm. about, oh, this year I need to be doing this when it's still 2021. Did you? Did any of you do that? I haven't written the wrong date yet, but that's that's in the post. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I think writing it is the, is the key point. The yeah. key change over point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Especially all those artists and their signatures and stuff. Do you have a? Uh, do you put as you put a date on your signature, Dave? 1997. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 1972, all the time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it, no, no, I, mainly because I can't remember. You know, yeah. um, I remember. I remember a lot of stuff. Um, I know um, <laughs> Damien always says it on his podcast. You never remember to put your trousers on, apart from you remember what trousers are. My age. Yeah. <laughs> do you ever do like <laughs> I'll do this now? This will be the standard of how I do it in future. Then a week later, you've forgotten what that fucking standard was. You just do it another way. Yeah. We sort of like oh now someone buys I've done it when someone buys a book I'd write Dan B and then like the year like the year and then like the next show i just don't do that at all and it's just fucking all over the shop that's, that's Clown too, show. Much, too much complication that, that, that yeah. if i started going down that route it'd be like um, dave kennedy 2022 bread eggs don't forget to get that <laughs> just keep going it'll thumbs keep up going. Yeah. <laughs> you can, signing, a, signing in books um is a thing isn't it like when you sometimes you have to stop for a moment unless you've got a standard Thanks for the support signature, that which is something that I, yeah, I've yeah. done. Yeah, I, I, unless yeah. it's about you, Vince. Unless I'm with you, I tend to write something rude about you. Yeah. But yeah. mostly it's I really appreciate the support or something like that. Yeah. Right. yeah, see you guys like you, you guys like shift more books than, than I would usually do. At the time I don't believe that's true. No, that's yeah. absolutely No, 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 no. This is the case because the, yeah. the stuff that yeah. I, the, the, the books that I sell are, are sold elsewhere by other people. Gosh, gotcha. yeah. It's, it's okay. quite rare. If I, yeah. if I get to sell my books, I have to buy my books first from the wholesaler, then get them shipped uh, over, then sort of like set them out on the table and then get sold. Uh, okay. It's the same process for everyone. But it, it tends to result in 
Um, there's people buying the other stuff before they sort of go towards uh, the book, you know, and the, the book is usually the thing I want to sell the most because it's the thing I'm most proud of. Um, so when I get to actually sell one and sign it, I get to take a bit of time and write something in it to, mm. to talk to, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't sort of like to think I've got a standard thing I need to say, um, you know, but it, it's quite nice if you spoke to someone who's, who's buying it because, you know, they're interested in it. And then you can, Be- you can throw something in there that you've just talked about, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Being a bit uh, vulgar, is it more, is it better to spend the time making the art and drawing it as opposed to doing that old palaver of buying it from the wholesaler, getting it shipped over, going to a con and, or, or is it a kind of, uh, would you use that for a kind of like exercise in meeting fans and people who would want, want their copies? Like a necessary evil, you mean? Yeah. Well, I'd do it, yeah. I suppose. I mean, I'm, I'm in a, a kind of a more, a, an odd position in that, like, I, I, made my way to like doing comic cons and stuff like that through the, the whole i'm going to do some prints i'm going to sell those type of things which is an area that i'm trying to steer away from as much as possible now um but in, in, if i hadn't done that i wouldn't have got the work that i did get and and now i'm when i do go i'm lucky enough to be able to grab some of these books and take them along so mm. I'm, I'm not in a situation where you know you walk around thought bubble and you see i know exactly how, how difficult it would have been for every one of those people to get there that day because I can see how heavy their books are or you can see like the stuff that they've carried with them to do that and I'm, I'm well aware of that situation and me just getting one box of books every so often because it's all I can afford it becomes like a, it becomes like the, the thing you're most proud of because it is it's one of the things I'm most proud of in life I've got, I've got actual books out there which, which I can put on the shelves you know and, yeah. people have bought off me and stuff like that and I'm very proud of it um, so when it comes to selling it, it doesn't feel like doesn't feel like I'm just shifting something else. Even if I get it at cost and sell it at cost, um, I still feel like it's something I need to do because I don't know when the next one's going to come along. I don't know. Yeah. When. I, I still haven't gotten down to making my actual own stuff that I make myself the way you guys do and take that out there. Oh, um, you've got a much easier track, my friend. Yeah. Well, yeah. In a in a way, yeah. I mean, it's it's um. It's great. I get I get paid for what I do, which I still can't believe. Um, you know, I work for great people, which I still can't believe. Um, and it, it is it's, it's great when you get the book in your hand. And I would I would actually go out and do a show if I made nothing from it, other than to meet people who are going to end up reading my book. Because yeah. it is it is a thing that I'm massively proud of, um, and it, that alone makes the show worth doing. You know. Yeah, agreed. Still talking. About it. Uh, but, should we do our? Uh... Uh, advert for our uh, fantastic <laughs> yeah, before, before we before we go too further in. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, we've got there, there. there was. It's, it's only, it's well, only been I, eight days I, since I the last thinking, episode. I was just yeah. about to set up a segue, and Dan, you've absolutely ruined it. Just smashed, smashed in there. Reversed over it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Like, like, like it's a like it's a monster in a in a horror film that you're just trying to kill, but you can't kill. A, a, a good sponsorship ad. And uh, and we Cujo did. <laughs> don't, don't say Cujo. Um, and I was about to say, and the Cujo of comics is, but no, 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 no. Our lovely sponsors, of course, Comic House, who uh, help help us with the show, help keep the lights on, and uh, putting out the show weekly. They are the indie comic marketplace with a difference because they love indie comics. Yes, it's not just all about the the cash money, the Monet, the Claude. Um, they actually want to get as many uh, indie comics out to people 
as they possibly can, as we learned direct from uh, Pete Jeanpool from Comic House when we saw him at Thought Bubble. Um, if you go to comichouse.com, there's a huge selection of titles on the di- database. If you self-publish, you can list your book on there, and there's another avenue to start selling your books. But there's also a featured section on their site, and they have an app. It's basically a subscription service. Everything's a subscription service these days, apart from this show, but, you know, we're cheap. Uh, <laughs> we're who would pay for this? Yeah, who, who would pay for this hey. nonsense? <laughs> but you, but you, should, you should put in only £3 a month. That's less than the price of, of a monthly digital comic. And you get access to an enormous library of digital indie comics from all over the world. That's being added to all the time. Uh, Dan, what's on there at the moment? Uh, we've got new titles included Remnants Volume 1. We've got Murmur Issue 1, 2, and 3, which appears to be an anthology of sorts from publisher Blurred Lines Comics. And I think they feature one or two anthology, well, one or two stories per issue, uh, all written and drawn by a chap named Stephen Ingram. Uh, we've got. Oh, the, yeah, I'm friends with Stephen. Yeah, he's a good lad. Yeah, you may have got the story. Oh, nice one. So yeah. uh, in, in the first comic, we've got Magenta as an unhealthy story set in a print shop. And second one, in Jed, our uh, titular character regales us with tales of how he made and lost his fortune. And there's a whole slew of other titles in there uh, to check out. So I think I'll be doing that this week. What's so listen about? back to the quiz from last week and you can hear descriptions of a number of titles. Ah, yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. For... I hope everyone uh, listened to the quiz last week. Yeah. Uh... What happened in the quiz last week? Did... Who won again? <laughs> uh, who, 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 who did win? I'm not, I'm not sure. Uh, there's a, there's a couple of blokes that, I know who I just supposed to pull it off in the end. Uh, yeah. Who won, Dave? <laughs> who, yeah. Who won, Dave? I can tell you because I get I gave it a listen. Um, I can okay. tell you it was. Um... No, it's gone. Sorry, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yes, so therefore, you know, what, there's no spoilers on this episode. Go back and listen to it, and also play along and see how many answers you could get. Because um, seriously, me and Dan and our lovely guests, Eamon and Damon, Damon, Damien were um, they were scratching their heads as well, thanks to yeah. um, Tony Esmond's encyclopedic knowledge. But yeah, the, <laughs> me and Vince were getting well smashed up. Yeah, we, we without, without giving any uh, without giving any spoilers there um, for anybody who's going to go back and listen to it. See if you can guess the moment when the people who win like look at each other and go, Jesus Christ, we've won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, very okay. clear and defined moment, that bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think it was when someone had a belt that they, they were dancing around the living room in or something. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Shameful behaviour. That's a good point. <laughs> It's sh- shameful. Uh, my one should arrive in the next few days. Um <laughs> 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 spoiler alert no, spoiler, no it's a spoiler um, but yes um, thanks to Comic House for being part of our quiz and being sponsors of the show if you want to find out more start a 14 day free trial and check out those digital indie comics um, because also after Christmas and January it's a long month uh, purse strings are usually stretched to their breaking point um, if you sign up for Comic House you can literally dive in and there's flipping hundreds of comics that you can just it'll keep you entertained for the rest of the month mm. until your next yeah. payday or whatever so it really is great value for money so uh, yeah check out comichouse.com today there you go cool that was, that was that, that was that a nice, bag that was a nice yeah. uh, a, a nice uh, sponsorship ad to start off the year and what a year it will be i can say that because at the end of every year we're like what a year that was um yeah. this year is going to be a year 
It's going to be yeah. a year, it's going to be a year long, and <laughs> it may seem like it's longer or shorter or uh, somewhere d- in between. <laughs> or just a good this length. Time, last year we were saying I don't know what the fuck's going to happen next year, and I think I can pretty much come up with the same sentiment for this yes. one coming up. Yes, we. Don't It'll all be know. sorted by April. Yeah, I know that's twenty twenty, <laughs> wasn't it? Sorry. Yeah. 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 It'll um, be over by Christmas. Now. Oh, that was that was. <laughs> That was World War Two. Yeah, <laughs> this this could be another fascinating time capsule when we look back at the next uh, at the end of the year. Um, but right now, th- this episode's all about what we're hoping for, hoping to see, or you know, hope hope that the year holds for comics in general. I mean, worldwide, obviously, we hope for the best for everyone and all every single one of you wonderful people out there. I was about to say bastards. <laughs> you That's wonderful fine. bastards. You can swear on here. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so whatever um, the year is, we hope your year is a good one. And we love you, of course. Um, but we're going to talk about some the, the year in comics. And we don't have a clue what's going to happen. I mean, I, I know, to kick us off, certainly... Um, in the realms of let's get the let's get the big two and all of that not nonsense out of the way first. I don't as as we've talked a little bit about them in previous shows. I've stepped away from it. I don't really know what's happening. I've got fairly there's some knowledge I think of some events that are happening, but they could be happening now. I don't know. That's what I mean. I've stepped away. But what I think this is going to be a very interesting year for uh, Marvel and DC. Um. What? But was well, that interesting? It's going to be a big crunch year, I think, for them both. It's going. Mm. You, you know? I mean, yeah. make or break makes it seem very. That's a dramatic way of putting it. But certainly, I think there's going to be points where Shelley is going to be breaking points at some point. Don't you think? Yeah. Things. Yeah, uh, I think so. What we? Yeah, there's going to be. Thing... Oh, oh, man. Sorry, I was going. To, I was going to say when you mentioned the topic of tonight. Um, one thing I. I... First thing I just thought, oh, I'll just pop up and have a look what uh, on what Google's bringing up when you put in most anticipated comic books of 2022, and the first mm. five results were movies. Yeah, there you go. What? Yeah, I actually think that we're at the point now where movies and comics are two different hobbies. I think that yeah, they're maybe. almost they're almost hurting us. I think if you if you want to be a Spider Man fan in the old days, you'd have gone and bought Spider Man Weekly or you know Amazing Spider Man yeah. from America or something. Yeah. But now you just watch a movie, don't you? And yeah. and also yeah. it's become so much that you have to separate them. Uh, the movies are their own thing, and the comics are their own thing. Well, they're so um, they're so continuity heavy. The yeah. movies now, yeah. but they're like yeah. the comics. They're just difficult to get in at the ground floor on as well. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. there's there's a there's a plus and a minus to that, really, isn't there? I mean, <clears throat> I, we me and the wife watched the. Spider-Man thing the other week, and one thing we discussed when we came out was that if our little lad, who's five now, wants to, he decides to jump into the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, um, oh, he's going to have to go back and watch all those old films, and he's going to have to spend like 144 hours catching up. And yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, how, that's how I started comics. Yeah. yeah. One of the first ones I ever remember picking up was a, like, um, I still haven't found it, um, Captain America falling through some kind of like mad framework, and um trying to catch this woman uh and i thought what the hell is this who's that fella and so i have to then go and find who captain america is and i mean marvel was always that way wasn't it it was like little yeah. i suppose, I suppose if, you're go if you're going to get into if you're going to get into coronation street you don't have to go back and start in 1953 or something do you you know it's like you yeah. just watch yeah. the first episode you know it, but the, yeah. 
we're, we're losing it where you know shooter's famous thing or stan's favorite thing about every comic you know should be Someone's can first. be yeah their first comic somebody's first yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, that um <clears throat> i mean this is probably me bringing up something i was going to bring up later but i was going to mention um been dabbling in daredevil of recent um mainly because a mate of mine jim is, is a massive fan and he's he's been telling me like the key stories i should be going back to take a look cool at. um and I've been trying that current Marvel one, and it, it is it Dev, Devil's Reign. Oh no, yeah, I've and, read the first issue. Yeah, I don't think the second yeah. one's out yet, is it? Yeah. Um. Well, some is it on Comicsology? I think it might yeah. be on Comicsology. Yeah. Um. I've been nabbing a lot of stuff on there, to be honest. Um. So I, I thought I'll dive into this and see if that theory that we had on the way back to Spider-Man still stands. You know, can you jump in and can you enjoy something without knowing the forty-four issues that have gone before it that you're supposedly supposed to have read? And I'm quite enjoying it. Um, I, I liked him, man. But haven't you noticed that it's just Civil War based in New York? Yeah, of course. Yeah, it is. Exactly. Just, they're just and, rewritten and Civil War. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot, lots of familiarity in there. But I thought, if, I, if this was like Milad's first comic, he'd probably be like slightly excited by the possibilities of it, you know? Yeah. Um, and it, it's not our first comic because we're all no. combined age of two thousand and one. But <laughs> when it comes when it comes to the younglings, you know that they're all jumping about looking for something new to get onto. Yeah. And it would be nice. Like I, I can't. You'll have to forgive me for not remembering the guest's name. But the, the interview you did the other day with the guy who's got the comic shop next to the cinema. Oh, Richie, yes. yeah, correct, right, right, yeah, yeah, that was a really good one. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he brought up some interesting stuff about um people who go to see these films. They're not. Like geared towards, oh, you know what? I'll buy some Spider-Man on the way out home from that. Yeah, he says, he says they don't seem to do that, and it's it's kind of yeah. like the the games audience. They they know what they want. They're going in for it. You yeah. don't even need to advertise it to them. They're going to watch it anyway. Yeah. Um, well, there's there's no exposure to them knowing that there's a there's no exposure to them knowing that there's a Spider-Man comic out there. I mean, where, yeah, if exactly, you went and saw yeah. that movie, how would you know? Exactly. Yeah. And 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 the, I think the fundamental problem, but we, I know we all discussed this and and listen to you guys discuss it on virtually all the shows, but the fundamental problem is, how do you get them into kids' hands? Yeah, yeah. How do, yeah. How, how do you... Cheaply as well, you, Dave. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the gone are the days of, like, the local news agent having, like, a, a line of, yeah. like, Thundercats and whatever yeah. else was out that week, mask or whatever, where I could go in and something could catch your eye and you could say, I'll just try that. And then yeah, I think I've... Um, done it on their own volition, you know? I think... Um... Did we mention it somewhere before? It feels like um, I'm saying the same thing. You know, when you feel like you're saying, yeah, sing for the same shit. I don't think I can understand when they make uh, like Marvel comics for like you know preschoolers or of a very young age, but there mm. shouldn't there shouldn't be um, this sort of like okay, the current Marvel ones are for teens in, 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 and like kids like. I we were like eight years old, nine years old, like reading these comics. There shouldn't there shouldn't be a point where it's like, no, the these aren't the comics for you now. Um, yeah, these are these yeah. are the grown up ones. No, there shouldn't be anything like that. They should, Especially with Marvel and DC, exactly. I can see it yeah. being you know with other sort of yeah. companies, but Marvel with, the, with them, they are they're a mass media, you plus, know, product. Plus, yeah. plus, they're making superhero comics. Let's face it, they're supposed to be fun a lot of the time. I know there's lots of deconstructions and there's been serious yeah. comics, of course, but I think comics can sometimes be mired by how serious and dark and oh, realistic yeah. we have to look at yeah. how that how this represents, you know, the, the depression. Or th- it's like, well, sometimes kids just want to have fun and read it. Yeah, and I, th- I, I think, think there's, I... there's two ends to that mm. as well, Vince. That you, the good point you made there is if you're if you're pigeonholing stuff and you're saying this is for the teens, 
and this is for the kids, um, then everyone misses out because, yeah. I mean, I know, again, I'm showing the age here, but I, I could go into a comic shop when I was a kid and buy Oink and Action at the same time. <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. There's, yeah. there's one comic there with like comedy funny pigs doing poo jokes and there's another one where sharks ripping people to bits um, and, and they're on the same shelf and my interest would be the thing that would take me to both of those. You know, yeah, that's why we like 2008. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah. And, and yeah. <clears throat> kids can kids are more than happy to sort of make the distinction of today I feel like reading something a bit dangerous, yet tomorrow I'm, I'm all for Optimus Prime kicking mm. the tron up the bum and, yeah. and the funny whoopee cushion yeah. noise. It, 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 I think kids can make that decision themselves we put everything out in front of them. See, we, again, we get this unique view of things through my five-year-old. He's watching something on the Disney Plus at the minute, which is like cartoonized, big-headed version of Spider-Man and his, his best mate's uh, Spin, who is uh, Miles Morales, and uh, Ghost Spider, who is Gwen. And it's Spidey right. Gang or something like this, right? Now, all the elements of Spidey are there, right? But it isn't the Spider-Man story. It's just the, the surface of it. So he's, he's, his introduction to the world of Spider-Man has nothing to do with any story involving him, what his character is or yeah. anything like that. It's literally what does he look like, um, which is not a bad thing as a, a kid's age because it could, could have yeah. also just it's as the well rec- be, recognition um, of like what Spider-Man looks well, like. Well, it's yeah, the brand recognition. That's what, what they want, yeah. So yeah. you would hope that that would bring him to the character, which is, mm. let's face it, the thing that connects everything. To the yeah. Everything. But, so you would hope it would bring him to that. And there's... Yeah. there's there's pretty much nothing of Peter in there other than his, his silly old Aunt Mabel. But, but to even if, like, yeah. if your younger yeah. kid goes to pick up, oh, let, let, let's see the latest issue of An Amazing Spider-Man and whatever, then normally like they can be so grim sometimes. It's like, yeah, oh, where can you pick what, what's, from, what's happening though? in the latest issue? Oh, he's at a funeral for one of the main yeah. characters. Oh. <laughs> I've said this before about like the, the deconstruction stuff, like when you did it for Miracle Man, we all really enjoyed it. But when I sort of like thought back on it, it was like, what kid's going to pick up this comic and know what the fuck is going on? Yeah, because... I think I, the more I think about that, man, and I think it about Strange Adventures, and I think it's just him trying to show how clever he is. Yeah, exactly. That's what it is. And he's, he's just, just writing himself constantly. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like you're talking about superheroes wanting to commit suicide and like referring to all these kind of. Everyone's got PTSD. And... Everyone's depressed. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah. what kid's going to pick this up and think, oh, yeah, let's go? It's like, yeah. there's some you know, superhero it... character I've not heard of and Loki's talking about suicide. I think one of the big as elephants. As much as we enjoy it, but yeah, I, th- I think the big elephant in the room here, and it's something that yeah, is a problem for us in the UK more than the people in the states because they have a wider, um, a, w- a wider sort of net of comic shops. Is the distribution model. Now Definitely. we we saw a number of very serious wobbles, um, more so than they had in the states, where just comics. It was looking like next week we wouldn't get comics in the UK during yeah. lockdown, and I think that. The likes of Diamond and stuff, they've been stung in the arse so many times in the last two years with all these different companies popping up. And, you know, at one point there was looking like a little band of comic shops in the UK were going to try and do a distribution model. And a number of them couldn't fucking run a bath. Do you know what I mean? So <laughs> I think I think the problem is whilst in America, it's fine because you're in the you're in the country that distributes those comics. Getting those comics across the ocean to us is going to be a problem in the upcoming years because there's not yeah. the money in it anymore. Yeah. Look at the comic shops that have disappeared in London. Orbital's just fucking fallen on its ass, isn't it? You know, the, mm. the, the, the market is disappearing uh, to the point some, where we yeah. actually need a British distributor because Diamond won't make much money. No. Uh, and a lot of like um, the shops, they have to pivot to being more like a, 
well, obviously, still like sell the week. The sort of yeah, we have to offset sales with. But but there other is this stuff. sort of you know, thank thankfully with the likes of a Fantagraphics or whatever, they've they've got a constant. You know, it's almost like a, it's like a cool bookshop. Do you know what I mean? Where you yeah, and Manga Man, yeah. and we we were yeah. talking about it at length yeah. before we recorded. But Manga is now the big is the big market now. It's the yeah. big market, and, and I'm I'm dipping a toe in it as we all are. You know, and it's, it's does, where comics now are. If, um, does anyone know if, if Manga is using? Um, is being successful in using the digital model. That um, Shonen Jump sure. app is fucking going great guns. Mm. Yeah, right. And that's yeah. just like you well, pay only, like only because you know, only because I um, listened to a podcast today with Adam Buckman talking to this young girl who's a musician, and she was she was saying stuff, and he was going, "Jesus, I didn't know that." Like like people write notes in their uh, in their phone before they send a text, so that they can avoid. The person who's receiving that text, seeing three dots going on for about an hour while it. While they, Fuck me! I didn't, it. I didn't do that. Yeah. I'm thinking, Jesus Christ! But that—that's how a young person thinks now because they, they yeah. live with it like more of their life, if that makes sense. More percentage. Yeah, of their yeah, life. yeah. So, so a young person's viewpoint on how do they can how are they going to get their comic is probably going to be way more valuable than the guy who's sitting in the middle of like um, yeah Apple marketing now saying, "Tell you what, we're going to do next, guys." They don't know anywhere near as much as, as what a kid would do to get hold of them. No, no. And 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 that's where you should be plundering the the information from. That's who you should be asking the people who you you're supposed to be sending them to. I mean, yeah, I think I think there's one, one aspect of sorry, Vince. Go on. No, go no, you go on, Dick. Well, I was I was going to say before, like, and again, this this comes back to me feeling old and being an old man and, and wanting to, wanting the, the younger audience of comics, the potential audience of comics. To have that experience that we had when we were growing up, I'm thinking like Marvel, DC, everybody—they're um, all sat on a, an absolute gold mine that they're not recognizing, which is hmm. they've still got the comics that we read when we were kids. It could sell them. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Just I mean, they, they do. Get them out in the but... in the shops. Um, yeah, they, they sell that the way that those kids will see. You know, those essential editions to kind of like adults who used to like it back in the day and i don't know why they don't just yeah start putting all yeah. this stuff on like like yeah, that's shown a jump app you, you they have like free books that kind of go free like after a certain time time they've been on there that you can only read if you've got a paid subscription because new yeah. content's going on there all the time so you can read the first 10 volumes of demons there but then after that you've got to wait till the next one becomes free or you pay the, the minuscule subscription so you can carry on reading the stories and so how they get you, man. That's how you get you on Prime, isn't it? Yeah. You want to watch a movie and oh it's now two pound forty nine. You know. Mm. Yeah, that fucks yeah, me off. Yeah. It's always the it's always the one that I <clears> saw <throat> on Prime and then when I go to watch it, it's yes yeah, you know, do you know what I figured out the other day, sat on the bog the other day about to fire something up. I mean on the phone. And uh, <laughs> and I figured that these days you can actually say when someone says, This is new on Netflix, have you seen that? You can actually say, I'm watching that at the minute. You know, like as as if it's like a verb. You know, yeah. I'm watch. I'm watching it because a lot of viewing habits are like I'm in the middle of watching it. Because I only get ten minutes to see something when I go for a smash. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, and, and and so you you my viewing habits in particular are kind of broken up into when I've got a bit of time to watch something. Yeah. So that that thing on Amazon that just does my mind in. I'm I settle down yeah. whilst thinking I'm going to rewatch all of Monk and I'm going to have the best month of my life. <laughs> <laughs> and it went off it went off and i started oh, screw you all uh, right yeah, it's frustrating yeah, yeah, physical yeah. media yeah i think it, so you think it's down to uh, a misunderstanding by people 
about how to get their product out into the hands of the people who might want to read it? I'd say it's like, it's not necessarily a misunderstanding. It's like, get learning off the people who are, who are reading stuff mm. now. Mm. You know, um, like I say, that little thing about the phone, it's a little insight into how kids' mind works and how yeah. don't. Um, and there's got to be more information than that. The younger I mean, uh, we know they're bringing in like younger writers and creators into kind of Marvel and DC, but you still got some, obviously, the whole, old hands there. But then yeah. if you're bring, coming up with these new stories and stuff, they're, they're, it's not getting into the hands of the people that actually want to read it. You yeah, kind of... Yeah. Yeah, that's the problem, isn't it? They 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 think they're doing you know the cool Zoomer thing by getting these Zoomer writers in, but yeah, they're not getting into the hands of the people who should be reading it now. Yeah, yeah. I I think you'd have more of a success than paying a couple of scrubbers on some rally choppers to drop them in bushes like Paul. (laughs) (laughs) At least at least guerrilla marketing. Yeah, 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 yeah. At least then kids would find them. You know, it's that old thing of like, well, this isn't written for you, and it's like, well. You're writing it for someone, an audience, but that audience isn't picking it up. So yeah. the ball's back in your court. Uh, what do you want? What do you want? What do you want? <laughs> we can't that that going back to your Marvel's essentials line. That that's only going to last so long. That audience literally is dying yeah. by the day. So yeah, uh, epic. Uh, you mean so epic? Sorry, yeah, yeah. yeah. So what what are we hoping for from from the big two? That they, yeah, that's good. Let's say that they that yeah. they sort yeah. of refine how you you know really make an effort to bring newer a newer generation of readers in. Um, yeah. Because I think looking back on it, I mean I I say this also. I said at the beginning that I've stepped away from it, so may, maybe I'm I'm unaware of the things that they've done. But for me, it feels like they haven't done enough. To bring a new um, legion of readers into these, these... I, th- I think they need to simplify. I, I almost admired the fifty-two approach. I think they did too many titles, but I think they just need yeah. to strip back. We need one or two Batman, one Spider-Man, you know, one Iron yeah. Man comic. We need, and what's that? Is it? I always forget who said this. Something like Ron Mars or someone. Tom DeFalco said they never fucking rob banks anymore. You know, villains never yeah. rob banks yeah. anymore. Can we, yeah. can we stop just trying to be really super clever? Yeah, I mean, yeah, have you yeah. have you guys tried reading X Men Inferno? It's a fucking confusing mess, and I've yeah. read the X Men for fifty years. You know, yeah. stop yeah. trying to be so clever. Let's have Spider Man fighting some bank robbers, and let's yeah. you know, let's simplify what we're doing. Rather than have you seen Batman? Oh, it's just it's, you can't even make out what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How about like Batman deals with some uh, like, like just just the crime solves the crime and, solves and, the, the, crime. and the criminals rather yeah. than his relationship or anything like that yeah. yeah there's not yeah. there's nothing yeah. to say there's nothing to say that those stories yeah there may be a bit on something there i'm spouting all this out as i'm thinking of it unfortunately but um there's something about like i always remember a story about the, the sin eater remember him in spider-man yeah yeah um and I, I tried sort of like looking for it recently and trying to get like which number it was and see if i could go and find any you know grab some comicsology stuff or get the Marvel app or whatever. But I, I remember it was a longish story, you know, relatively for a kid. But it was one story about one character that went on for a while. Now, it was a small story in comparison. It was about one guy running around shooting people in New York. Hmm. It wasn't world-ending. It wasn't like, you know, um, Secret Wars or something like that. But it was still memorable. And it yeah. was one story that led me into other Spider-Man stuff. And I think there's, there's a big scope for that. Just stick to a story for a while. Yeah. Keep it on that smaller level. Now, I, I don't particularly want to make the comparison here to the 
MCU, but it, it, it helps in this case in, in that I think the more successful stories in, in anything cinematic um, are the ones that focus on that smaller level. It's, it's great to yeah. see everyone jump out of portals and everything like that and save the universe. But the ones I connect to the most, and it may be the same for others, I don't know, the ones I connect to the most are the ones that uh, are on that smaller grounded level. Some of the better of the, the movies for me are the ones where it is a smaller adventure that doesn't Totally, yeah. yeah. And and very much the same in the comics. It's always the stories. I remember that one where he was up against humour or something like that. And, mm. and then, then it's an easier thing to find. It's not like, yeah. remember when he was fighting Puma and Black Cat and somebody else and Silk and all them helped him as well. You think, no, 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 he's muddy in the waters here. I want Spider-Man against Puma and I want to be able to find it. Also, yeah. consistency in, in collaborations and art teams and stuff. I think I think we need to go back to that. So if you, you know what you're getting when you pick up a Spider-Man issue. You know what you're getting when yeah. you pick up a Captain America. Yeah. And it's the same artist. Maybe bank a few. You know, you've got to have yeah. at least 12 issues in the run where it's the same yeah. artist, which is so rare these days. Um, I, yeah, it would. Imagine, the amount of money they make. Uh, a... Go on. Sorry, Dan. Go on. Now, as I say, the amount of money that the that Marvel is kind of bringing in through the films, and I know they're they're kind of pretty much a separate entity, but it feels like like if you kind of even as like an ideas factory and kind of coming up with concepts and stories, dumping money to get good talent in. I mean, can you imagine sort of saying like mm-hmm. paying a, a, a vast sum of money to get uh, McFarlane to do a, a Spider-Man comic? Jesus Christ! Like you'd just be printing money hand over fist to, yeah, to get that comic yeah. do you know what i mean just get like some of the yeah. big guys in or big creators in and spend paying a bit of money because this this tweet came out last week i know we said like t- off twitter but this one flagged up for me and it was a chap called uh jay glappen and um, he's an inker of sorts and he tweeted oh, yeah, I follow um, him. Yeah, yeah yeah 90 dollars a page for an eight hour work day equals 11 25 an hour work 13 hours a day sometimes or more realistic we're talking about seven at seven dollars an hour these wages will keep you constantly chasing the check and inevitably destroy your health nothing is worth inking at those rates which is like fucking as galling and eric larson yeah. responded said here's how you bump that up to 30 dollars an hour ink that page in three hours set a timer when the timer rings move on to the next page and like that is such a messed up way of thinking for me yeah it really jumped out because that's an absolute race to the bottom. Yeah, like yeah, just oh, half ass it, just do it in that time and yeah. just bang it out. And this is supposed to be like, <clears throat> I don't know. I always go an back to that form, form. And, and, and people, yeah, people an take pride. If, if you're just, just say you're an inker, that's your main stock and trade. You're going to yeah. have, you're, you're passionate about the work that you're putting mm-hmm. out. And also, obviously you got to be mm-hmm. consistent to, to then get those jobs. Haven't you? You've got to have an artist to go. Yeah. I want that guy. That or that person inking me because they're fantastic. You know, it's all about reputation, isn't it? And you don't. Sorry, Vince. I was going to say, try and turn it into that like positive we're looking for here because we're we're going down the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to go for next. I think um, the world is sitting on top of something that they're totally missing, which they only have to walk around thought bubble to see, which is the next generation needs its own new heroes in comics, not just the stories, but the creators. We're, 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 we always talk about like oh if we've got these dames and we've got McFarlane and stuff like that that's a great idea that would work if we want to buy those comics yeah if we want kids to get them they need mm. to connect with somebody who's making something now and give mm. them the reins mm. of the stories and let them go on with it how oh, they could they could run with Spider-Man or whatever you could take 10 creators out of the thought bubble that main hall that you walk into in the first and I bet you they'd come up with something different 
from what's yeah. going on yeah. Marvel and DC. I mean, doing kind of female version gender swap characters, just come up with a brand new character, a new concept yeah. from scratch and just go for it. And they yeah. say, well, what they might not buy that. If, if, yeah, if all your characters are like that, what choice they got? They're going to get it or they're not. Maybe I'd stink the company with that fucking advice. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, fair enough. I mean, they're, they're made their living and they're, they're, they're going to continue making their living off recognisable worldwide superhero names. Of course, you're never going to get rid of Spider-Man. You're never going to get rid of Batman. Else, you know, it's going to they, they, keep going. They haven't got, got foreign, they haven't got they haven't got a long enough vision, Dave. I think. No. You know, they're just well, after getting that next issue out, rushing it out, and getting it out. And then yeah, but what's, what's, the, what's to stop them? What's to stop them again? Let's yeah. keep these guys on the positive tip. What's to stop them doing both? Why not start something else on the? On yes, the, well, that's what I was saying. Like they're thinking longer term. Yeah. yeah. Well, we had that with Towers of X, House of Ten, or it is, didn't we? We had that. That was yeah, that was yeah. like the, the the great hope, wasn't it, for comics at that point? Um, yeah. And that's why it's ending, isn't it? About to end, and it'll all move on to something mm. else soon. But but also also, but that the I mean that Powers and House of X, and that was that was that was a Hickman joint, and mm-hmm. obviously he he's already got a reputation. I mean, like I don't know. I mean, what what lifeblood can go into it now? What new? I mean, there's well, so many great I, I there's so many it's... great creators out there. <laughs> there but at the same yeah. but at the same time. Do I want to see these creators do these things, or would I rather see their own books? I kind of want to see yeah. a lot of their own work, like like you said, yeah. walking around thought bubble. Yeah. I I want to see these people making their books and getting paid yeah. the money that they deserve to be yeah. getting yeah. for yeah. it, rather well, than it's on my, it's on rather my than list, yeah, rather than um, oh, I think you'd be great on Spider Man. No, fuck Spider Man. Not not really yeah. uh, Peter Parker. Yeah. I love you, um, but it's like yeah, don't worry about that. I but want then, more book one, yeah. one more books. Yeah. From from these creators, that's I, I hope um, we see a, a progression and a and a boom in. Uh, um, I, 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 I hope it grows, but in a positive way rather than growing too quickly. And then um, because there's more choice and everything, the, the spoils aren't you know, the spoils are less and less. The more choice, it's wonderful that we've got so much to pick from, but also there's so much. Well, so let's, the route let's, is self-publishing, isn't it? Yeah, self-publishing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's let's, the way you go for it. Should yeah. we get back on track and do... Mm. Should we go round and say one thing we're looking forward to this year? Because that's kind of where we yeah. are. Otherwise, we, you know what we're like. We're just going to fucking rabbit on. Should we just say one thing we're really looking forward to this year? And then, So should we start with the guest? Dave, yeah, what, yeah, what are you looking forward to, babes? Let me just check the list of 29 things. No, <laughs> It's actually a continuation of what we just said. And a bit of an underline of it, but the thing I'm looking forward to most this year is going to be Thought Bubble. Um, okay. Because because I've listed a load of comics that, are, well, not a load, listed a few comics that I'm interested in. Um, I've listed creators that I'm interested in. I've listed um, things that I want to go back and read that I missed. You know, because I'm 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 not a, a like Tony who's like read virtually everything on the planet. Um, I'm I'm kind of like. <laughs> There, there are big gaps in my reading history, and I'd like to go back and enjoy them. You know. Okay. But one thing that stuck out for me this year was I walked around Thought Bubble and I saw at least ten things never heard of before. And th- it's the same with music, it's the same with cinema, it's the same with books or anything else. Um, I think the new is always the most interesting thing to me. And, okay. Um, I've, I've got a book there that I'm going to recommend later on that I picked up at Thought Bubble, and um. I think the girl who I bought it off 
may think I might have mental problems because I've, I've picked it up when I start reading it. And the jaw just goes, hits the floor, and I'm just looking at it saying, um, uh, <laughs> um, um, and I, I wanted to say something about it, but I couldn't say anything about it because I, I, I was just struggling. I just thought, this is new, I haven't seen this. Um, and that I did that about five or six times there at Thought Bubble, and I thought, this is what I like. I like seeing the new. Um, it's great to go and find a continuity of things that I've enjoyed for years, but there's nothing quite like seeing something I've seen before and trying to process it. Um, and I think you get that at Thought Bubble and in the indie community at the moment. So there you go. Cool. Demon, what do you think? Uh, again, it's that kind of like the, the, the creators kind of self-publishing and come up with their own ideas. Uh, I do like seeing like these big creators of, again, it's kind of the old the older man comic thing, but like the older creators kind of come up with crowdfunding uh, comics where they, they've got an idea or a story they're sitting on and they crowdfund it like Monsters, uh, Barry Winter-Smith. And I don't think that was crowdfunded, oh. but you know what I mean? Like putting out their own kind of book that they wouldn't have wouldn't be able to put out otherwise those kind of stories and and like dave said the, the smaller creators as well i think i probably said exactly the same thing last year seeing what people come up with and uh just it's all to play for with the small press stuff that's why i like it so much you can literally get just everything and anything and sometimes you don't even know what you want until someone else makes it for you you know like, this mm. is fucking gold love it there's a lot of stuff at thought bubble so exactly like that and it's just a joy to fucking see uh I, I don't know. I, I really enjoy the act of creating comics and I love to see the workmanship that other people put into their, their, their own comics and their own ideas. And it just absolutely shines through. I, I yeah, just love to see it. So that's what I want to see. Vince. I am hoping for a detox this year. Uh, and by that, by that, I mean, um, uh, this is this is a fruitless hope, <laughs> um, <laughs> but <clears throat> a detoxing of of the community, um, because you know I want I want to see more of the art. I want to see more of the books. I want to I want to see more positivity, um, and just letting the creativity fly, <clears throat> because the there's a, there's a toxicity in any fandom any fandom across the board no matter what it is um but it's it's genuinely it's too much now to the point yeah, where this we're, one of mine, mate. we're, one we're of mine. constantly yeah. saying i'm stepping away from social media or i'm doing this or it, you know it doesn't matter what side of the fence or if there's a fence or anyone's whether they're throwing words or fucking petrol bombs sometimes you're like oh and it's it's tiring it's tiring so you know mm. i'm i'm constantly on the lookout for something that will <laughs> I'd say like, is it Marie Kwan? Something that brings me joy. Mm. That's that's what it's yeah. gonna be now. If if it doesn't bring me joy, then fuck it. It's gone. It's gone. I'm I'm, I'm sorry, but I, you know. And well, this, I think I think this stopped being about comics a long time ago, yeah, and it yeah. started being just utterly tribal. And most of these twats yeah. don't even read comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and I, as always, I mean, normally when it comes to these, my standard answer is very much like like dave's answer i cannot wait to read the book that i'm going to be talking about at the end of the year that i don't know what it is yet because i haven't read it but yeah. the, the the book that you know a book like hauntings which would just come out of nowhere and just be like well fucking love this you know um these create these wonderful creators who 
aren't part of the the mudslinging. They're just they're just wonderful, brilliant, positive, creative people who are just right now writing out the synopsis or writing out the script or doing the sketches for the book that they're working on because they're passionate about it. Um, they're probably in their own bubble. You know how how comic creators are. We just sort of get in our bubble, don't we, and put our head down, and then just put the work put the book out they put their book out and i hope that their book finds traction um with genuine readers who who it genuinely connects with rather than it being a pr all about pr or the the cult of personality um and just the online back but just any of that i just want more positivity because it's it has sometimes it's fucking hard to to be a comics fan, it's easy to love comics. We've been doing this show for six, six fucking plus years or whatever. It's easy to love comics because comics are the best. It's an absolutely amazing medium. It's Sometimes it's difficult to put your head in to find out what's going on with comics because you realise you just put your head into a bin that's on fire. <laughs> um, yeah. So I wonder what people coming into the hobby, you know, look at Twitter and think, "Oh, look up comics on Twitter," and they either find it, movies yeah. or people fucking arguing now. Yeah. Arguing, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, so and well, I, got, the other thing to remember is that this generation have kind of grown up with that. Yeah, we, we, it's going to be different for them than it is for us. I'm I'm from an age group where I I, I can I used to be able to call a number on a, a landline phone and be told what time it was. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This, Look this on teletext world... when the cinema time was on. <laughs> Bamboozled. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and so, and, you know, C-Facts and all that. So, but yeah. But this this generation, like that, like we all said on the podcast the other day, that's how she deals with um, a thing that comes up in her life daily, you know, the, the text thing. And, yeah. and kids are dealing with that, and they're, they're going to see all this stuff very, very differently. I, I'd be fascinated to see how, how my son is going to deal with whatsapp and twitter and the fact that yeah. there are two lives in the world there are the online life and the yeah real world life because essentially it took all of us uh def- we were def- completely defenseless against it because we didn't know what it was offering up do you know what i mean as in mm-hmm. it just evolved with us being yeah. taken along for the ride uh hopefully when they come along after this they're a bit more savvy but yeah that like us you going to the slack and using that slack using the slack more than twitter I find it a lot more, a lot better, as in that everyone on there is a real person that I know. They're not hiding behind a, a screen name. Yeah. Or, yeah, uh, yeah. And we're all talking positively. You're not talking to someone on the other side of the world who who talk shit yeah. just because they want to wind you up or they hold a contrary opinion or the classic of just arguing on the internet because someone holds a different opinion to you. I, I think I think there's a um, there's an understanding um, that the comics community in particular because mainly because the comics community are very vocal. I mean, be that positive or negative, they're very vocal mm. on something like Twitter. Now, I think you guys may be on Twitter more than I am. Um, I jump in every so often, um, reply cheers to one guy as a young yeah. joke, which I've done for the past 10 years, um, and then like jump out again. But I'm very aware that the guy who does the artwork with uh, Dave Cook's Hilltopia, and his name's Clint or something? Um, Clark. Clark, is it? Sorry, uh, apologies if you're listening, mate. I do apologize. Yeah. I think we met him up at uh, Thought Bubble, and he mentioned the other day on Twitter about um, this very thing and toxicity and stuff like that. But felt he was trapped because he feels like it is a place where he needs to be selling. 
and he needs to yeah. use the platform. Yeah. Totally, to totally work. there. Yeah, which is totally understandable. And I know all you guys have been there as well. Um, it's just an utter double-edged sword. How do you deal with that while at the same time cutting out all the names? I don't think you sell much from Twitter anymore, man. No, I think I know oh, yeah. we come up those numbers, haven't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you. I think you're more likely to hurt your career than um, help it these days. Genuinely, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, um, it's, it's the fact that it's the belief that that is the case that's keeping us there. Yeah, and, that is, and, you're yeah. right. That's the power it holds. If you were to, yeah. if you were to let everything naturally evolve, it might take a year, it might take a hundred years, but I wouldn't be surprised if the ACP Slack became the place where people go to talk about comics or something like it. You know, yeah. where it evolves to become a thing. Again, we we're not the generation that understands this. For hmm. us to understand how um, this generation wants to see their comics, we should ask them because it could be that the next. TikTok or whatever is the thing that gives. gives <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm never going to understand school kids jumping about the music. I'm never going to no. get it, but they do, and so they'll understand how they want to ingest whatever media it is that's coming up. And similarly, if we don't want to be on Twitter, it's down to us to just say, "I have had enough." I, yeah, well, that's I, I've done that, man. Yeah, I've, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah so we've I'm all done it. Annoying. We've all yeah. done it to an extent where it's 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 going to try and keep us sane. Um, yeah, yeah. We kind of have to stick to it, otherwise it's going to perpetuate. You know, we're yeah. going to go in as the, um, the targets because we're nice people. I get yeah. caught by the, the the clickbait stuff, like why we need to talk about Captain America, Captain America's problematic past. And you think, oh, what's this fucking nonsense? And then, like, just <laughs> you know, freeze. Don't don't go any further yeah, because what, what what helps me is just imagining that every single one of them is written by a Daily Mail reporter. Yeah, just trying to yeah. get you in, trying yeah. to just think, get that click I'm not out of you. Yeah, I'm yeah. Not my Don't be manipulated by it. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's very tricky. It's very tricky. And, and it is tricky. Like but, I mean, yeah, you've taken that. You guys have taken a big step with the with the slack because it's expanding. Um, it's yeah, it's positive. Yeah. Um, th- there's there's another guy. Uh, you, do you know guy? You guys know Shane Chebsey? Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's been on the show. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's it. Right. All right. Um, I must have heard him there because I've heard yeah. him on the show. You know what? Like. Um, but, uh, he's, uh, I don't remember all the guests. Don't worry. He, he, he... <laughs> Hello, Dan. My name's Dave Kennedy. Um, <laughs> he, he's popped up on Facebook with a group, which is like, um, he's doing a pretty good job of monitoring it himself, but it's essentially uh, what you guys are doing similarly with the Facebook group on ACP. Yeah. Uh, and he's basically said it's for creators. Anyone oh, me and Dan commented on it this week, didn't we, Dan? Yeah, yeah. There's there's good stuff on there. There's incredible stuff on there, and not in the best way. <laughs> yeah. um, yeah. but, but it's supportive, in it? and it and it, it's nice to see that. Um, and we, they can't be the only one, you know. No. So we just have to keep perpetuating what we want to see on these uh, things. We used to have the ACP talk, which was great, but like it's so limited yeah. what you can do on Facebook, and you can get joke. You get the old same problem with other, all social media. Someone can join up, and they're not who they say they are, and they've got yes. no real credentials, and just fuck things up and yeah. uh we, we want to you want to kind of build a, a kind of a group that's welcoming uh informed and kind of yeah yeah you know what i mean just be fucking exactly, simple yeah. like you was always all meeting up for a drink or uh, yeah, it's, it's working it's working and, yeah. it, and it, again as long as you perpetuate it and spend yeah. time on that then we're happier and the people in it are happier yeah, yeah. i think that yeah. sl- slight little bar of like you just have to put a little bit extra in to get on there weeds yeah. out the people that shouldn't be on there 
Does that make sense? Yeah, you have to download that app onto your phone and people yeah. just, yeah. yeah, yeah I know. If you've got to ask for like the invite and stuff, if it's just a matter of, oh, what's this? There's a group about comics, press a button, now I'm in. Yeah. It's like that you have to push yourself a little bit more. Uh, yeah. Uh, as, as a member of these type of things as well yourselves, um, if you're in that type of group on Facebook or whatever, um, you know when someone pops up, I've got a new Kickstarter and it comes out tomorrow. Yeah. It, it, you know when they pop up, you either just ignore them and just wait for admin to get rid of them because they've yeah. been asked not to do that. So the people are sensible enough to say, oh, I hate, I'm, they're not going to say, mm. I hate this group now because it's full of Kickstarter people. They're going to say, well, he's a knobhead and they know it. And they're yeah, rid of him. see you later. Um, it's just a safer environment. You know, it's a, it's a more pleasant environment to be in rather than the absolute deluge on, on Twitter. If you mention like, oh, you know what? White bread's brilliant, isn't it? You big racist. You know, yeah. <laughs> everything's yeah. dangerous to say everything's dangerous to say and and i've, I've never been one who, who pop a comment on there to say well, you know what i think a bit differently to the crowd how about this everyone should we have a discussion because you're not no. going to get a discussion no, you're just no. going to get piled yeah. on you know yeah. about anything we're um, open to all opinions as long as it matches ours completely oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, here's, here's, Can uh, I... everyone on this show is right what's yours tony what is your what is your thank you thanks your... for asking vince thank you um <laughs> The uh, I'm I'm going to go full on positive and say I'm looking forward to going to international comic conventions this year. Yes, I've got Ooh, three yes. booked. I've got On Glen, which sadly has just been postponed. So it was going to be the end of this month, and it's looking like it's going to be April now. So which is going to be warmer? Fucking hell, it's freezing last year, and it poured rain yeah. the whole time. So yeah, well, I'll have me I'll have me hairy little legs out in some shorts in April, I suspect, in, in the south of France. Is that your sidekick? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Tape, tape it to my leg. And um, then, so I've got that. And then, you know, guys, I, I absolutely love that when I managed to get there a couple of years ago. Oh, yeah. Fucking yeah. hell, honestly. <laughs> um, I'm, re- I'm really looking forward to that. And we will have fur ready for that. So I'll be handing out coffee. Ah, there. fantastic. So we're Brilliant. looking forward Brilliant. to that. And um, Falpy's going as well. So, <laughs> yeah. so that's going to be just dangerous. Fucking hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I've got to introduce Sam to Falpy. So we'll see how that goes, but I think they'll get on. Um, um, and then in June, I think it's June, we've got TCAF. Um, we've put in for a table at TCAF. Have you ever done TCAF, Dave? Uh, no, no, I've never, I've never visited it. No. Yeah, so that's Toronto's, and it's, um, I think it's, from what I've not done it before as a punter, but I think it's going to be up our street from what. So I know um, Al Henderson's been, and he said, that is definitely going to be up tribute. So hopefully, touch wood, we get a table. Even if we don't, I'm going anyway. Um, it's yeah, just going to yeah. go as a punter. I'm going to yeah. stay in North America that week, and the following weekend is Heroes in Charlottesville, and oh, in uh, South, I think South Carolina. Oh, um, I believe um, I believe our guys are going to be there. Oh, nice. Oh, uh, cool. You know. Yeah, I think eleven o'clock comics is going to be. There's quite a few people who are going to be. Nathan, who's Nathan? We had on V. He does that really good comic. We liked. Um, he's from down there, and he said I'd meet up with him. Oh. Um, so looking forward to that. So here, so it's going to be the three hits of Anglem, TCAF, and Heroes. That you know, sort of mid-year. Um, yeah. I'm going to do that and just travel around the states with backpack and load of comics and you know my legs out. And then hopefully New York comic. This is all dependent, you know, dependent on COVID and everything. Oh, and the Nathan, next Nathan variant, Kelly. That's going to be Nathan Kelly. Nathan Dr- Kelly. That's it. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love that comic. He's a really good guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, then in October, New York's going to be back. So hopefully be working the table again there. So I'm looking forward to just pushing our comics into the faces of French people. 
really, to start the year. That's the plan. Bonjour. Yeah. Look yeah. at this cock in someone's eye. That's <laughs> going to be where I'm going with it. And yeah. um, it if there was ever a place that loves comics, that's on Glem, and I can't, I yeah. can't, I can't wait to see that. So that's my big one. I think we're we're slowing down a bit this year on on um, comic conventions. Obviously, there's no troops. Um, I think it's crossed for Nottingham. Um, so we'll see what happens. We're not doing, obviously, we're not going to do an MCM again. Um, so we'll see what happens. But um, it, it leaves the landscape of comic conventions. So we've got Nice, we've got Lawless in, is it, I can't remember when Lawless is now. Is it May? You know, yeah, So why did you, why yeah, did you say you, you said you're not going to do MCM again? Well, I, I'm not. Well, it's not. Firstly, I probably won't do it for No Bro, and I don't think No Bro will do it. And um, it's just not my crowd, man. It's just... Fair play, yeah. Okay. Not for tribute, yeah. not in no yeah. way. Yeah. No, know, no, no. We'll end up getting nicked, you know. <laughs> um, uh, so, and it, that shit winds me up. You know what I mean? People mm. screaming, it gives me a headache. And running around and shouting things at Funkos. Um, I think last time we did, when we did our one, Vince, like, I came, I think by the end of it, my head was absolutely jammed up. Yeah. It was really like, oh, every you, weren't, you weren't happy bunnies at the end of that one, were you? No, no. I mean, yeah, we weren't. It didn't didn't go well at all, as as you can refer to episode so and so so and so when we <laughs> take that part. I think oh, sounded a bit sad. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I mean, it's just it's just not creative enough for me. I mean, enjoy it. If you, enjoy it if you want to enjoy it. Fucking hell, you know, if you want to go and see some bloke who's in Loki or something, go and do it. But it's not comics yeah. for me. But it seems and, like um, a good place to shift products. Like if you're kind of geared for that and yeah, it bites. You kind of you're going to do. Okay. Well, I can't say you're going to do okay because. Some people yeah. didn't do it. Listen, okay, I don't so. make I don't make a pound note out of comics. I, it all goes to Adam to draw it. I don't make a pound note out of it. So I do it for the love of it. And um I'm not bothered about how much we sell. Genuinely don't care. Okay. Um so I'm in, more interested in the insp- inspiration, seeing comics, seeing art, getting to chat to comic creators, um, side of things. And I think we I'm more likely to find that as somewhere like TCAF um than an MCM, yeah. you know, or a yeah. repop show. That's just how I feel oh, about it. And, and that's what I want to do. I was at a show a while back and um, I was having a conversation with um, Chris Eliopoulos. Oh, know, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, the um, letter. Yeah, for yeah. Eric Larson. Wait a minute. He does Savage Dragon stuff, doesn't he? Yeah. Wait a minute. Am I getting... No, I've, I've, yeah, I've, I've looked the wrong name up. I can never remember <laughs> his second name. I know he's Chris, but the guy who did the Chris. Doctor Who covers and the heavy metal cover. Um, uh, you know Achilles. I mean? died, Achilles. Is that his name? Chris Achilles, is it? Is yeah, right? yeah. Chelios. Possible Chelios. Chelios. Yeah. Chelios. Yeah. Chelios. That's it. That's what. Oh, yeah. That's me putting it into Twitter. Trying to find it. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, I, I basically met him for the first time at a show the other week. And um, before he, a couple of weeks before he died, actually. And um, I'm talking away to him. And I had this spark of, like, uh, like I've met someone who's, who's, like, been doing what I do for years and is really, really fun to talk to. And I had this big wave of like, I've just met a new friend here and he knows what he's on about. And he's done some like absolute classic stuff. And I'm talking to him about stuff and we just get into the, the crux of like, so what made you start drawing me? And, and, and he's just telling me, Deadpool walks past with the goddamn thing on his back playing music. And I, just <laughs> I, I could go to jail now for what I want to do to him. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm at this place where there's like, um, I'm chatting away with artists and chatting with this dude who I've just met who's like who's made artwork that I've seen going all the way back to the 70s um, and he walks past this fellow walks past with a, a 
boombox on his back dancing on his own, not even to anyone. Yeah. I thought, oh, if I had a blade now, <laughs> back of his head. Shank his other, ass. You know, obviously. But... Yeah. He's got healing, healing bill, ain't he? Deadpool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's the type, type of, yeah, exactly, yeah. It's the type of thing that, I know he's comics, but he's kind of not my comic. You know what I mean? I think there's, uh, it's kind of hard to kind of put your, uh, your finger on what's going to be positive because it's kind of all to play for. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. I, I can understand like as, as creators, especially what all the shit we're going through now, like it, it can be very easy to get down in the dumps and down in yourself about producing and, and putting work out. I'm sure all of us at some point have gone through uh, something similar. You're just kind of frustrated with your output he's, and don't really put yourself in the hat. All the stuff that Tony's just listed it, and and thought bubble that we've, we've all mentioned before, it, mm. it gives you that hope. It gives you that sort of like lift mm. that you need. To, yeah. How nervous was everybody yeah. going to thought bubble? You know, everyone's chatting online like, "Are you, you going to be going?" Oh, thought this. I'm not sure. And everyone's testing themselves. Everyone's getting the masks ready. You're going to wear a full body suit and a bubble and roll around in that. I don't know. I might be, <laughs> you know, people. I was. It's two years of being used to it, but we're still genuinely nervous going to a big show. Yeah, like, definitely, definitely. And yet, yeah, they all turned up. They all mm. like obeyed the rules to keep everyone safe, and it was an absolutely cracking weekend. I come back from that weekend absolutely on fire, thinking like just been like swimming in the creativity of others, and I was on an absolute high. So chasing that is the thing that's yeah. going to matter yeah. to me next year. Just as Tony's just listed, there's some places that you're going to, and you're not going because being paid to and it's, a, it's a hard job and it's such a slog for you you're going because you're excited yeah and, yeah and maintaining that is, is, is absolute gold if you can get it right you know the slack's doing it the, this podcast doing it there's plenty of the podcasts doing it as well um do that and the twitter stuff will, the twitter idiots will just drift away and you know uh, the one thing we could do with is definition in our sort of realm of you know comics and stuff um I have no problem with anyone going wants to go to a show just to see an Optimus Prime truck. You know, let, let, go and knock, them, knock yourselves out. But don't necessarily call it a show that's based around comics. But if we've got that definition in things like Thought Bubble and the stuff Tony's just listed and stuff like that, and we just stick to going to that, then who's it hurting that those people are going to those shows? Yeah. Don't, don't call them comic shows, you know, call them a whatever, you know. Media convention or films and movies, this whatever so fan fan expo or something. Yeah, that, that's, that's yeah. great. You know, because they're still going to yeah. turn up to them. They're still yeah. going to anyone who, who likes dressing as Deadpool with a stereo on his back is still going to go to something because he's seen a picture of Deadpool at it and he's going to go and do what he needs to do. But just kind of let us do our things as well and, and let us have the word comics back and we can get on with it. You know? hmm. I would love for that to happen. Yeah, that's the dream. Uh, yeah, all out here. People need to realise those dreams are actually really fucking good. You know, yeah, they are fucking they're great. Re- they're really, really fun and really um, involving, and they're just amazing. And I just don't think it, enough people know. Um, I just think we need we need that people to realise how fucking good they are. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how many times have you picked up a comic like, and you kind of you're, you're not really sure what you're going to enjoy this, what you're going to get from it, and then yeah, the next yeah. minute you're fucking in that comic book. There's yeah. nothing else. It's just you, you yeah. live in this story through the art and uh, the words, and it's just it's just like a, a, a magic moment of fucking. I'm really enjoying this. You, you don't even yeah. think that you're just in it. You're just completely yeah. consumed by it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think you've um, we're we're of an age where we know that stuff's going to happen. 
Like I've, yeah. I've, I've still got your mountain of uh, Vanguard here ready to go down my thought off your um, thought bubble, because I know when I sit down and start on it, I, I need a few days. You know, um, and, and I've done this before. I've, I've sat down with a book and, and lost a day and a half or a couple of days to the fact that I, I don't want to put the thing down. So mm. I know if I'm going to enjoy that, I'm going to set a bit of time aside. And I'm going to. I hope you enjoy it, Dave. Do it. Oh yeah, it, it, I'm going to make. Don't worry about it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to pay that much and just bin it. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm looking forward to it. And 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 we know we're of that age where we can kind of sort of guess that stuff. But to give that surprise to that to the younger generation, you know, to pick up what they think is like a little leaflet or whatever, and it's got a story in it. And not only that, but for those few pages, they get involved in that story, and they're like. I need to find out more about this guy. I need to find out more about this guy. Um, that, that's what you want. And, and it goes back to what we talked about earlier. We, we, we need to, this this country in particular, because pretty much every other country seems to have it sorted, but this country in particular needs to get its head out of its ass in, in hmm. terms of like, what we think comics are. So yeah. I mean, because it's a great storytelling medium and people love stories and they're very important to cultures all over the world. Uh, yeah, but yeah. The respect that gets shown is in, 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 you know, all around the world. Like Japan's the one that knocks me out every time we go. Over oh, mate, I'm so desperate to go yeah. there. Yeah. Just floor after floor of like, you know, in a, in a shop that is like the equivalent of a Waterstones, a third of it is comics. A third of it. Amazing, isn't it? Yeah. And that, yeah. That's, that's because they, they treat it with the respect that, mm. that it needs, you know. And, it's, and it, it isn't all the Beano, like everybody in England yeah. says, you offer them a comic. It's everything. It always blows me away. My, my wife, being from Tokyo, she's saying, like, what did you read when you were a kid? And I was saying, I read whatever I could get my hands on, which is very sparse, really. But um, thank God for, like, Marvel UK and stuff. But um, she's talking about all kinds of stuff that they read, you know, like historical stories and mm. romances and things like that. Yeah. The, the days were, if I, you know, we had, like, Misty and things that were sort of, like, aimed at girls. Still, still saw it as a comic and understood that it was, you know, spooky stories and this, that, and the other. But I would never have even considered, like, in, in, seeing in one of our shops when we were younger, a historical comic or mm. a comic that was just about romance. And one, one of her favourites is about um, a professor who people keep falling in love with. And I'm like, <laughs> what? And we is, he, is he ginger? Like yeah. yeah, of course he is. He's about six foot, looks like a coconut with yeah. laughing um, <laughs> only oh, ran for five hundred thirty-six ran for five hundred thirty-six issues. Each <laughs> yeah, yeah. issue is like a phone book size. Yeah, yeah. Well, but off like um, she was telling me about um, I was buzzing off this. She was saying um, uh, there's one called Glass Mask. Um, you'll probably find it like um, about an actress, and it's a uh, one single story that's been going for over forty years. Bloody Incredible. Like, you what? Uh, what? No reboots. Uh, What's yeah. going on? Fifty twos, no fifty twos, nothing like that. Um, and that, I think I brought this up on, on the Slack. You might go on the Slack. Somebody brought up the fact that they think Dread is like one continuous story as well, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose it is. Yeah, Fred. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess mean, like I well, you just... could say that The Simpsons is one continuous story because essentially it's just the same. They reset. You know what I mean? At the end of yeah. every episode, it's the same setup. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I, I'm kind of doing uh, that a disservice in the fact that there is changes, but I don't read it, so I can't say. Yeah. And I'm not reading. <laughs> I'm not reading forty years of the last mask either. But you know, no. <laughs> Find the translation. The first the first volume will be sold out straight away, and you'd only get volume five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
then he goes get volume six and some geezer's gone on ebay for 80 quid uh, <laughs> yeah is this your, ma- your manga troubles at the minute Tony? oh man yeah i mean we're we're, we're probably going to do a few manga specials i'm certainly going to but the yeah. it's um trying to find like it's like hen's teeth trying to find the first volume of yeah. some series you know yeah oh, yeah, yeah even 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 like some of the bigger stuff which you expect to be reprinted i've been looking for what's the one dan you might know uh domu the um oh yeah yeah well funny enough I sure that, out, that is about yeah. 500 quid on ebay at the moment because i got a copy yeah, in front of me exactly. yeah 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 and, and i i had never read any of it so i was absolutely desperate to have a look at it because he's here is one of my favorite books so yep. I'm, I'm sorry dan go on mate I've got the first one of that, but I haven't got the second. Like I say, I can't find fucking love nor money. Again, rocking our shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've got dream, the Dreams of Children, that one. That's yes, one it's just, yeah, yeah. The story for that is essentially like there's the the, the, the apartment blocks, isn't there? And there's an old man who's like a psychic yeah. and he spends his time tormenting the residents and yeah. and then a, a, a new family moves in and the little girl is yeah. a, a, an equal level psychic and... It it's sets up the hell in it, but it's, yeah. it's like it moves at a hell of a pace when it needs to. It's just yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm utterly confident. I mean, I've spent the whole of Christmas just reading manga and yeah. learning about it, and the just even the phraseology they've got around everything. It's just incredible. Yeah, yeah, and I'm, I admire it utterly. I mean, there's a lot of nonsense, you know. Yeah. There's a lot of rubbish, but you know, there's this. Well, that, that's comics, though, isn't it? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But there's I some did holly uh, stuff. I did yeah. vocalize quite loudly. I went, "Oh fuck off!" When uh, I fired up the Shonen Jump app, and it asked you have to swipe the pages the wrong the the wrong way, you know, the right way. Oh right yeah, to yeah. Left. Yeah. yeah. I was like, is there no option in this so I can flip it? So I just either scroll it like normal. I've, normal. I've I've got a theory. I've I've worked out a way to do it. So do you want to hear my way to do it? Go on. When I pick up a, an American or English comic comic from the shelf in Gosh, I use my left hand. Right. This is sounds uh, weird. But I use my left hand. And I use my right hand to leave through it. When I pick up a manga, I use my right hand to pick up, pick it yeah. up, and I use my left hand to thumb through. Yeah, it. and that's that's the only way because otherwise it's freaking me out, man. Because I'm reading the wrong yeah. way, <laughs> and it does still. I've read probably read like five thousand pages over Christmas, and it's still not. I'm still not getting it. That, this, that, that this is like a game. digital app, so I don't. Yeah, I know. I've done the same. You can't. Same with yeah. the problem with comicsology is some of it is like that, and some of it isn't. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, because some of that, them are that would explain that would that your theory yeah. would explain why I picked up that last Rob Liefeld one with my feet and read it. <laughs> <laughs> with your Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> okay then, uh, Dave. Well, what what have you got? I mean, never mind. Never mind uh, what the rest of the world is doing. What's up? What's happening? Yeah, we need Dave to know Kennedy? what Kennedy's doing in in twenty twenty two. Um. Right. Okay. Um. Well, I need a wash. That's the first thing on my list. Um, need to dust around this a sausage roll. A sausage yeah. roll, duck fat. Um, <laughs> I, I need to uh, get girls allowed round, you know, for that survey that we need to get done. <laughs> no, still, no in jokes. Hey, still my favourite joke in biz. Does anyone know girls allowed? Because I'd like them to all to come around and suck my cock. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, dear. Uh, no, I don't need them for that. No, you are, right? oh, okay. Um, but I do need to. I think he says they'd have to be gone by eight though, because my missus is back from darts. <laughs> <laughs> from darts. I tell you what, I played on a ladies' yeah. darts team when I lived in a pub once, and it's I got a lot of action to that now. Oh. Darts action. Yeah. Yeah. God, Dave, just t- take us somewhere oh, safe. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 
So anyway, while keep, my bosses are listening. <laughs> um, all right, so this year, um, and the third part of last year as well, I've been working on a, another book for Storm King Comics. Um, nice. Which, without name dropping too much, is John Carpenter's uh, comic company. Excellent. Him and his wife, Sandy, Sandy King, um, from the company, and uh, they are absolutely churning the stuff out. Um, always with a horror theme because surprise, surprise, that's what they love. Um, but they they branch out into various sort of like areas and then just throw artists and uh, writers into those areas and say, make us something, you know. So what one of the ones that we did do work on in the past was Tales of Science Fiction, um, and there's there's loads of books out with various like creative teams on them, um, and we were just one of those to be lucky enough to do that um there's a few other like areas they go into as well but the one that we're working on at the minute is like uh storm kids they're basically looking to aim a load of books uh, horror books at a younger audience because it's not torture porn <laughs> it's exactly like torture porn yes yeah. um it's uh it's dirty it's, it's grimy and stuff. no it's it's uh, it, it's essentially what we were talking about before about um, just throwing stuff at kids and seeing if you know if they're interested in it. So we're not putting like the same level of horror in it that we were doing for the stuff that we know is going out to a sort of adult audience who are mainly John fans, you know. But it, it's kind of fun to sort of see how um, this type of stuff lands with kids, um, and a lot of the titles have been doing really well. Um, and the one that me and Mike are working on at the minute, Mike Sizemore, um, the writer, uh, we're working on a book called Fetch. And uh, we say it's it's under the, the horror banner, but it's it's kind of more just black horror adventure, really. Um, it's about a, a little girl whose dog dies, and she goes to the Greek underworld to bring him back. Um, and that's the pitch, really. Um, we've got uh, Mike, who's obsessed with um, the the Odyssey. Um, he's always really thought it was like one of the better stories out there in the world, and this is kind of our way of retelling it. And uh, it's just one of those stories where it's uh, I get the scripts from him, and it's 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 you get upset because you're already excited about something you're gonna have to draw in about twenty weeks time, uh, but you still got to wait those twenty weeks. So it's it's a fun book to work on. Um, we're gonna bring it out in. When the first one's out, we haven't even got a date for the first one yet, but there's going to be two books essentially, not necessarily. Individual. You must get those those scripts through, Dave. That you, are the ones that you would quite like to read. Never mind draw, you know. Yeah, that is the case. If I if I don't, I'm not sure how it works with like an artist for hire who, who goes into these things. Because I'm I'm lucky. I grew up with Mike, and I know his sensibilities, and I know what what how he works a story, and I know full well that there's a bit like in the middle of something I'm reading. It's going to come back later on and it's going to pay off in some way. Um, he doesn't sort of mess about when he pans these things out. So it, it's a pleasure to read them. If it wasn't a pleasure to read them, it would be hard to work on them because yeah. you, you're trying to bring life and you would then be trying to bring life into something that you think doesn't really have a life or doesn't work in the way you want it to work. But, but we have this sort of shared and the whole like, group of our friends who grew up together have this sort of shared love of a particular type of story, a good one essentially, and whether that comes from horror or science fiction or even like you know kid stories, it, it, a good story is a good story. 
and it was funny when, when we first met up after not seeing each other for about 20 years we talked about some of the books we'd that like sort of hit us and, and there was one that you mentioned that I just read and I think it was have you ever read a book called Barry Ween? No. Oh, oh, yeah, it's a that, comedy is book. Is that Kid Genius? Barry, is that... Barry Ween, Kid Genius. Yes, yeah. That's now, it, yeah. Now it's, it's a pretty much like, you know, you can see who's aiming for a sort of a Calvin and Hobbes type of thing, but also with a bit of like science thrown in and whatever else in it. And it is done for sort of comedic effect, but there's a moment in it. Um, and weirdly, it was a moment that both that stuck with both me and Mike. And, and it's a thing that I come back to when I think about how easy it is to work with Mike because he's looking for the same things in the story. And there's a, there's a little moment where there's a girl, one of his, um, Barry Ween is this time traveling genius or whatever, and he solves the problems that are sort of are brought on from one of his mates being a bit of a knobhead. And they have this time traveling adventure. And in this time traveling adventure, this little girl who's a friend of his as a kid grows up to become this woman and she gets killed, I think. And there's a moment where he comes back and he's fixed everything. And he comes back and he, he goes back into the room and there's his life again, he's a kid again and stuff like that. And he just takes a moment and goes into the kitchen and sort of like bites his, his bottom lip and like looks up and cries. And in the middle of this comic, like about idiotic nonsense, um, you get this incredible moment of like this little bit of humanity in him that he's so happy his friend's still alive. He's, he just breaks down. And this is in like this little, very, very cheap looking comic. Um, but Mike picked up on it. And I thought that was the thing that stuck out me as well you know so yeah. i know he's looking for the same things in the story and i know he's going to break my heart at some point in a story where a girl's going to the underworld to bring her pet dog back who's died i know he's going to do it at some point um because he can be evil that way but um <laughs> at the same time i know he's looking for the same things so when he sends a script down i know it sounds daft, but it, it is like he's, he's written it to press all my buttons yeah because he knows he knows that um, I'm going to enjoy that bit of the story playing off later on, and I also might get the drama juicer. You know what I mean? So all these things that I, he knows that are going to fire me up uh, are in that script because of the same things that fire him up as well. And it's, it's, I, I guess you can do that yourself if you're, you know, a, a lone creator. Like, like you guys were, you know, like Dan's creating Vanguard and Vince with your stuff. You can say create the entire thing from beginning to end, knowing what it might even look like as you're doing it. Mm. There's that sort of mm. like uh, that trust that Mike puts in me to do um, the art is the same trust I have in him sending the scripts over. And it's great when I get a new one. Um, I've, I've currently got an update to it that I need to read, but I promised myself I can only read it if I finish this next batch of 10 pages, so I'm, I'm dying to get <laughs> onto it. But um, it's shaping up to be a fun book. It's sort of like a nice easy cartoony style as well which is a bit like, are you having to change your style a bit for that you Dave or I've kind of done it on purpose really I've, I've right. messed about with um, I think I mentioned it on the Slack at one point where because she's in this real world where the dog's passed away and she's she's not you know feeling herself I, I've left that sort of world in pencil and, and left her in ink and then as she sort of descends into okay. the world it's sort of it, all this col- all this colour hits her and, and everything becomes clearer um, because that's where she's meant to be. That's that's a quest, you know. Yeah, ready to go. Um, and it's just been fun being able to play with that because our, our bosses, Sandy and John, um, have, have trusted us to get on with whatever we want to do. We we get no interference whatsoever. 
we show them everything we do, but we also like get the support from them in that is that what you think should happen, Mike? Or is that what you think should happen, Dave? And they, they kind of let us get on with it, which is amazing. Oh wow! Um, yeah. So so we don't. It's up to us really, and it's nice. At the same time, we're, we're aware that we're we're working on a book for a, a guy whose name is much bigger than ours will ever be, or at least mine. And you know that you've got to kind of live up to something. But that, as long as you're motivated enough, you can, you know, you can churn that stuff out if you, if you need to. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's I'm really enjoying it as a story, which does help when you're working on it. Um, you thought this, hey Dave, what you're doing this year thing would only last two minutes, didn't you? <laughs> here we are, here we are, beards, knees gone. <laughs> are you are you going to do any foreign cons? Do you think, Dave? Or in the... I mean, I, got, I, got I know it. they have a table at New York, don't they? Generally, I always see her there, Sandy. Yes. Oh, she's. Oh, Sandy is the first person there to set the table up at all these cons. Right. Um, and she shouldn't be. She should have twenty people doing doing it for her. Um, but she she loves it. She loves doing it. Um, and Janice turns up to a lot of them as well. Janice Chang, uh, uh, I follow Janice on uh, Instagram. She's great, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah. Janice knows everyone on earth when it comes to comics. Yeah, um, I mean she's she's Bronze Age letterer and all sorts, yeah. isn't she? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. She she worked back in the bullpen and all that stuff. Um, and she's so nice. I don't know how she maintains the amount of friendship she maintains. Because <laughs> yeah, posts on Facebook and it's like, oh, I'm just hanging out with Frank uh, Miller and I'm just doing this. And you think, well, why have you got time to talk to me? But she'll out hours on end about you know what she's doing. So, so nice, nice. Yeah. It'd be lovely to chat to her about the days of the bullpen, you know. Yes, because I think yeah, there was yeah, quite a lot yeah. of larking about, wasn't there, in the, in yeah, those days yeah. as well, and practical jokes and all this sort of thing. Yeah, I bet she's yeah, got a few she's, stories. She's she's yeah. great for all that. She's she's happy to talk about all that stuff because it's been a life for so long, you know. Um, yeah, and and I was I was really pleased in that when when she came to sort of. Do the lettering with us on the Storm King stuff. She was just starting to learn, like um, how to transfer her skills from traditional over to like the digital stuff. Right. And um, it was great, like sort of being a part of it. And because I, I first comic I worked on for these guys, um, I, I lettered it all and coloured it myself, thinking like that. I want to set a standard for how this book's going to look, you know. And they were great. Yeah. They, they let me do that, and then. I trained, uh, helped train our Pete, my brother, to come on as a colorist, and I spoke to Janice <laughs> about about how to the lettering might go. And for someone who's been lettering, you know, she lettered the comics that I grew up on. Yeah, she lettered like Transformers and stuff like that, and um, Ghost Rider and all that. Yeah, and um, she, for someone who was doing it before I was born, she was incredibly humble about um, like, taking advice from people. So. I'm, I'm trying to let her know about my experience with like Illustrator and, and um, putting files in and out of Photoshop so you can see how things, and, and we have this system now where I send the thumbnails up to Dropbox and she letters the thumbnails and the thumbnails are an absolute god awful mess but she starts by doing that because it helps her see the comic clearer and then right. as the inks get done she shifts them around a bit and they're pretty much ready then and then the colorist is the last guy in the line then um, so she's gone from not particularly knowing how this fancy digital stuff works to being like an absolute master on it. Um, and it, that comes from her knowledge of what she knows about lettering, and she's just brought it into a different age now. Um, she's she's great to talk to. You should get her on. 
Uh, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, sounds yeah. great. Yeah, she's lovely. Anyway, I'm still talking to you guys. Well, you never no, know. You never know who yeah. might appear on this show. Um, in in this year, I still think it's weird. It's 2022. But <laughs> write uh, it down, Vince. It might be. Yeah, different. yeah. Write it down. Write it down, and also write down what uh, what Dave's got coming because it should all be on your wish lists. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll bang on about. I'll pop up on Twitter for a second, and um, I'll, uh, I'll I'll let you know about it. Yeah, well, well, stay tuned to find out where you can uh, see Dave's brilliant artwork, etc. Later. I mean, you're <laughs> gonna stay tuned. You've been here this long. Uh... <laughs> Stockholm syndrome, isn't it? Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's how we get them. Um, so, do we have any shout-outs this week, gents? Yes, we I've do. got a few. Go do you want to go, Dan? I've got the big one. Unfortunately, I just uh, went away from the window to talk about it, so now I'm going to jump back to that. <laughs> this Friday. The awesome drink and draw returns. Yes. First one for 2022. Uh, so it's open to anyone, no matter your skill level. Uh, just turn up, be nice, have fun. We're uh, quite a very welcoming bunch. Just talk crap, uh, have a joke. Uh, you can turn up, you can draw, you can talk, you can do any of the above. Uh, if you're interested in coming, go on Twitter and uh, contact Tom, who, who runs the event, and it's uh, at this chucklehead. So it kicks off at 7.30 this friday which will be friday the 7th oh no 7th yeah. yeah yeah friday the 7th of january uh come along uh meet the hosts of the show if you haven't already us wankers and then <laughs> <laughs> and then uh we, we can get cracking do some comics and talk some shiz nice so, i don't oh, think yeah. i did a great job selling that but no, uh, it's always a laugh isn't it it's yeah, always yeah. good um, it's always yeah fun. let's get some some fresh blood in yeah, yeah. and if you want to just come along and just listen then feel free. It is a bit oh, like listening can, yeah. to an episode of the uh, of this, to be fair, sometimes. But there's a lot of people yeah. who, who talk about stuff. And, yeah, we always have a laugh. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I suppose and, um, yeah. You don't have to Sorry, show guys. what you're doing. Come yeah. on, man. I, I, I might take, take you up on that this time. I, I, I miss the, the um, drink and draw every time because of the timing of trying to get um, my youngling to sleep. Mm. But, um, I just faded off then as I was talking about what I do for a living because he just came in and asked me something about bananas and the exact, <laughs> the exact reason why I, I always seem to miss out from always sending him to bed and it's just the right time. But yeah, that's a good point you just made there. Just tune in and have a listen. Yeah, I mean, the drinking draw, people jump in and out because obviously you've got stuff going on. You might disappear off for 10, 15 minutes to do something, come yeah. back and it's still going on. It's kind of like, like a pub event, as it were. You yeah. just dropping in and out as needed. It's 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 the active mic thing because this red light's on, so therefore you will get an essay on um, the Angry Birds for about two hours off him. Table, <laughs> so I didn't want to put anyone through that really. But um, I may just like pop in and have a have a see what people are doing. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, uh, if you don't want to show your work off, you uh, on the other side of that, you can show your work off. Yeah. You have to take take moments where we go around. And say, does anyone want to show what they're working on? You could show a whole host of uh, potential readers your comic. I've seen Don't it, to... it many times, yeah. I've seen like, yeah. what people have been doing because they post it up on the Slack and stuff, don't they? And, and everywhere else, it's great stuff. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'll be up. That's exactly it, yeah. So come along. And afterwards, you uh, tweet out uh, the hashtag uh, awesome drink a draw and people can find your work if you do it on mm. Insta or your Excellent. social media platform of choice. Cool. Um, cool. I've got a few, so run through them. Go for it. Yes, so I, put, I popped up to see Alex at Strange Apparitions, our buddy. I bought some brilliant um, comics from him, um, and including the first appearance of Luther Arkwright, which we got for a tenner, which I was quite pleased about. That's pretty good. Um, 
Plus, I met up with a listener, Rob Hardingham. Hello, Rob. Um, thanks for the support, dude. So I'll give you a shout. Hello, Rob. Um, hello, Rob. Um, Kev Calling's got a new comic out called Tom Long's Post. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. Um, which I've met, messaged him. I'm just checking to see if he's messaged me back. I don't think he has to say, where is it available? So I think it's going to come out soon. Um, but yeah, keep an eye out for that. I've had a read of it. It's pretty good fun. Yeah, Same. and uh, really, yeah, re- really, um, Kev's really improved, isn't he? He's, like, he's just getting better and better and better. And this is a good comic. Lovely yeah. use of inks in it. Um, big congratulations to Richard Sheaf and the boys adventure blogspot.com on yes. his 2000, 2000 yeah. posts. How good is yeah. that? Um, Amazing. So well, Such man. a great resource. Yeah, he's good. And if you ever do any research into British comics, he always comes up as somewhere to wor- worth going to. Um, tickets for Lawless, um, the 2000 AD and British comics themed convention in Bristol, um, go on sale on the 7th at 7 p.m. Um, for the event, which is the 28th and 29th of May. It's, t- it's a two-day event. You know about you, you, This is near you, isn't it? Yeah. Has it always been a one-day before? I thought it was always a one-day. Yeah, I thought oh, it was. Man. Saying it's a two-day on the poster, um, The so the tickets go on sale for punters and for traders um, at that on so 7pm. Keep your eyes out for that. Um, have a listen this week to the Mega City Book Club, um, our guest from last week, um, with Damien Eamon Clark. Um, have a listen. I'm on it this week talking about Raptor, Dave McKean's book. Um, so have a listen to that one. Uh, it's, always, it's always fun being on there. I've yet to read the book, Tony. Is it worth me reading the book before I listen to the podcast? Tony gifted me this for Christmas and um, I, can't I don't think into it. it's it's such an esoteric book with so yeah. many sort of layers to it. I don't think you're going to, it might enrich your enjoyment. It tends to, I tend to be a bit like that. I don't mind. Like there's no real spoilers. We do avoid the big spoilers in it, but oh, the, okay, that's okay. Um, I actually find ha- having that little bit of in, not insight but knowledge about it, I sometimes find improves my reading of a book. Depends what the book is, I think. But yeah, you might. I don't think you, you're gonna we're gonna ruin anything for you, man. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a couple of times where like you guys have talked to a comic or I've, I've listened to another podcast and they've talked about a comic and then I've got into it and I've in, I've got a different level of enjoyment out of it because yeah, we've already discussed it. Many yeah. times, uh, when we started the pandemic and you were doing your podcast, and I was fucking buying stuff every week. I know. Sorry, yeah. Sorry about that. It's my fault. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's no, a good one. And uh, I always like being on Mega City. It's always good. Um, and he's got um, Garth Ennis coming up soon. I think we talked about that a bit last week, didn't he? But uh, yes, that's very exciting. Garth Ennis yeah. coming on the show. On yeah, his show, his podcast. I think. Yeah, that's gonna be fucking great. Yeah, yeah. Can't wait for that, man. That's gonna be brilliant. Um, yeah, he's a gent knee. Um, and uh, that was fun with him last week. So there you go. That's my there are my shout outs. There you go. So um I think it's time to kick off the first recommendations of twenty twenty two. Um guest goes first. Uh, Dave, what would you like to recommend to our lovely listeners? Oh Christ, I'm a star. Right, okay. Um <laughs> done about about first. Right, do I get a couple? Yeah, yeah, do you as many as you want? Yeah. yeah. Alright, I recommend this to you guys. It's a little uh, square comic. It's called Black. And <laughs> by a fella who uh, <laughs> this joke. Right, okay. He's yeah, getting I emotional. Yeah, at, he's getting emotional. Yeah, I picked that up at Thought Bubble and um, I'm, I'm, you can't hear me voice because I'm looking down at it now. Um, yeah, I like that. Uh, lovely. And he signed it on the side and it says, you're awesome. So that's how you do a signature. Yes. Um, <laughs> that, yeah, that's different from what I was going to Thought Bubble to get. That was, I, I thought I would be coming back with a load of comics and there's a little small thing and it's great and it's compact 
and dark. That's what that's what people have said about me before. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good size. Yeah, so anyway, size. onto the comic. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, <laughs> but it's great. It's just great. It's just a oh, thank you. It, it's the type of thing like you, you hand over to people and say, "What you've not read a comic? You're stupid." Here, have this, and then um, and then you're showing somebody that comics are not all the Beano, as much as the Beano is lovely. Um, yeah, it's 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 just a, a concise, um, great little thing. It's a pleasure to handle signs like that as well. It's not unlike Vin, but it is a pleasure to hold. <laughs> got yeah, a weight yeah, to it, yeah. Yeah, got a weight to it. Yeah, got a good grip to it. Got girth. Um, <laughs> well, you know this I mean? is getting uncomfortable yeah. now. Takes a nice arm <laughs> when you drop it. Um, it does actually. I've dropped no, it... a couple of copies. Yeah. <laughs> But no, it is. It's just a, it's just sort of like a little eye opener. It's like um, I keep calling it little, and it is little, but there's a punch to it too. Um, biggest seller nice. for us, Thought Bubble. It's our biggest seller. Yeah, it's just yeah. A nice, nice book. It's a, it's a great book. Um, so does mine. Does me first. Thank you, thank you. Um, That's very kind. Sorry, mate. Do you want another one? All right. Go for oh, it. Yeah, go um, okay. Um, so um, I'm not. I'm not going to. Uh, I haven't got around to doing Dan's Vanguard at the minute, but he was responsible for the, uh, the biggest weight that I had to carry on. <laughs> um, I, I dove in on all volumes and um, I'm, I'm attempting to put a few days aside where I can just sit down and enjoy it. Yeah. I have been in and out of the online version for um, a while and what I find myself doing is I find myself in the same situation as when I keep trying to play that Batman game where I forget where I'm up to, and I go back, and I've forgotten my moves, and um, yeah. I start again. And I think I've started Batman game about three times now. <laughs> I always remember when we had Brian Vander on. Do you remember he was reading? He was reading it online, wasn't he? Do you remember? Yeah, yeah. He was reading Vanguard, and he said it made him lost miss his train stop. I remember, <laughs> I always laugh at that. <laughs> That's great. Oh, th- this is just it. I want to. I want to lose a few days to it, so I want to make sure yeah. I've got those days and I put them to one side. And, sit down with me with Vanguard Mountain and just start swimming in it. So um, I've got that to look forward to, but I'm nice. pretty sure you all know about it anyway because you listen to the show. So um, yeah, that's my other one. And I've got nice. one final one, which is, uh, I'll get that out of the way and let you guys get on with the real stuff, but um, Wandered Ram, the hall, I think that was, was it the same one? No, it was the hall after the guys you were in, in uh, Thought Bubble. And there's a, there's a girl over on the left-hand side who goes by the name of Ver. D-E-R. Um, okay. If you guys have seen this, the uh, table. Um, I think so. Could have, been, could have been mistaken for... She's got very sort of like folklore whimsical, um, dark-looking sort of prints on a table. But mm. you could be forgiven for thinking it's somebody who's found a new way of drawing and they're out there to sell it. And it's just somebody else who's, who's just, you know, getting their art out there. But there in the middle of the table was this little thing, and she had to snip it out, like a little bit of it out, so you could see that it was actually a book, not just a postcard or something. But it's slightly bigger than um, a postcard size, I'd say. Uh, and it's a book called Wolven Daughter. And okay. uh, not wanting to give anything away, it's just magic. Just absolutely magic. Um, stood and read the whole thing at a table. <laughs> You're that clever. Yeah. I can't remember how much it was. Yeah, that was me dribbling. <laughs> and uh, I, it was like, I must have been like five quid or something like that. I, it was. I actually went back to her later on and told her all her stuff is way too cheap. 
and I, I don't know whether that went down very well. Um, I don't know whether that's a compliment to somebody or whatever, but I just had this <laughs> urge to tell her, look, your, your skill level's just insane. What are you doing here? You know, yeah. I don't know whether yeah. that came across the right way, but um, she's done this little story, Wolven Daughter, and um, it's very much sort of like a folklore um, thing that's been utterly invented by her and um, the story of this. Uh, I don't know. This is a, this is a struggle. I listen to you guys do your, your reviews sometimes, and I'm I'm thinking, like, is this giving more away than I need to be giving away? If I was yeah. to have this book to somebody, I always struggle with um, this. Always. Mm. Yeah, and and I I just recommend it if you can find this girl's website. In fact, I've got it here. Find this girl's website. Ver, her name is, and I believe on Twitter she's called Verface, V-E-R Face, um, all one word, and you could probably find her everywhere based on that. Um, you can find but, uh, Wolven Daughter by Ver at quindrypress.com. There you go. There you go. Um, it's it's page after page of really, really, really beautiful art. Um, dark, disturbing as well at times when it needs to be. But it's a short story, and it brings it, it brings things full circle by the end, and you feel like you've just read something a little bit special. Um, it's that difficult to describe again. It's um, it's the type of thing that um, when I see that type of art, I think I, I wish I drew like that, uh, and then you forget about it, and then you, a few months later you see that type of stuff again. I need to give that type of thing a go, but this girl has done that and mastered it, and. Um, put this book out now if she's got other things out i'll be snapping them up but um this tiny little book uh, five quid was um my steal of the show i think um so heavily recommended woven daughter by ver did it give it a nice snap. yeah sounds great it looks amazing so yeah, I, I, again it's difficult to say anything about it without giving away the fact yes i understand it's it's, mm. it's quite a visual little story uh, and there's not much to the story, but it is a perfectly like rounded story with a great ending, and it's just nice. It's just really, really, really good. Amazing, amazing. Nice so, one. It's a brand new trailer to your list. Okay, who's who would like to go next? I can go next. I'm go kind on, of going to be cheating, cheating a little because uh, I'm not actually done a comic. <laughs> <laughs> I've well, I've been reading Viz, but I don't really cast. Well, I guess that is a comic. But uh, I, I did I tell you the last show I've got that Last of Us two art book, yeah. which is kind of like, oh yeah, yeah. It's amazing. Uh, I don't think comics kind of get this kind of much of a run up, but like the amount of work that goes in before on character designs and background designs and and everything. I I, I maybe uh, you can attest to this, uh, Vince, and uh, uh, but like, do you? Do you put a lot of time into like working up an idea for a character or a background or something, or is it just right? You do it on the night, you put it on the page, and there you go. Um, oh, I oh. wish I did more. I, I wish I did like you know, um, they have like the character sheets and stuff and yeah, turnarounds and things. I wish I did more like more like that, but I never do. I, <laughs> what about I, you, I lose, I lose weeks to that, I, I lose absolute weeks to it because, um. I'm a bit of a stickler for details. I don't need to be. I just enjoy doing it. I think it comes from, you know, enjoying books like um, FOMO's books and stuff like that, you know. Yeah. Um, but I, I lose weeks to that because if I'm doing a, like, I don't know how many pages there is in eight issues, 24 by 
eight, whatever that is. So if you're doing a book that long and you've got hundreds of panels of this one particular character and maybe they've got three costumes, I always think it's, it's a necessity for me to know what they're wearing. Yeah. Um, and to know what costumes they've got, or if they've got a scar or something. I've probably told you this before, but I, I, I did about six issues of, of the first Vortex book that I worked on. Um, and I, every time I drew this one character, I missed the scar off his forehead. Uh, so I'd, I'd get a, a little like ping on the messenger from my brother, just saying scar. I'd say, oh, for fuck's <laughs> sake, again. And but if I do the character sheets, then and it's you know just that's on it. Yeah. print them out and put them there in front of you. You can go straight to it, and you can just get on with the pose, and you can get on with what you're doing. Um, oh, yeah. Similarly with with backgrounds and stuff. I, I if if I haven't got the background in my head or visually there, what I've, what I've laid it out to be and I'm going to spend that an entire issue in one particular room and I, I need those details in front of me so it's, yeah I make most of my characters um, symmetrical so I never go I can always get there's one character in the book three four of Vanguard that she has like a white bit in her hair at the front and I've missed yeah. that off so many times I've had to go back and think oh fuck me I missed that off <laughs> yeah. better. but like they kind of like the idea of designing characters and so, right, this character she has like a work shirt that's tied at the front to signify she's a kind of like uh, yeah. all business and doesn't fuck around and and, and stuff yeah. like that. Like little kind of design choices which inform the, the reader yeah. of what the character's about. But obviously in comics, you've got to be a bit careful because you can't spend hours and hours and hours on doing this oh, really yeah, yeah. detailed suit. And yeah, I don't you, get paid you, you for that. Those. Yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't get paid for that time that I spend doing that or, or thumbnailing. No. You get paid for your page. So if, if I need yeah. to flash that stuff out i've got to do it in my own time but i, I do think there's that's, value to it you know that's one of the costs of like uh, pat mills said that about the writing didn't he when he said like you, you don't get paid for that time you've got to formulate the story in your head and kind of get it yeah. all functioning you just get paid yeah. for kind of like yeah. turning up with a script yeah. and it's the same with the artist you've got to put mm. some the comic artist has to do so much legwork yeah and uh yeah it's one it, of those it, things that when it, you see it, those it art books it kind of whoa depends who you work with as well but it, it can add to it. Uh, we've had situations where when we, when I first found out that this rescue team in the first book I was working on was going to go to this asteroid and they're all going to wear these suits or whatever, and it just mm. got mentioned in the script, they're going to wear these suits. Um, there was a part of it where something needed um, fixing within the actual structure that would take a particular tool. And I, yeah. I had about a week or so before I started the, the book. So I, I came up with this idea of this like sort of like a, tortoise style big robot that could carry all these tools and just sort of follow you wherever you're going and it can bring cables in and all this kind of stuff and the writer Mike liked it so much he wrote it into it so ah, it, became part of the, it became part of the story there's a section in the book where this thing goes off on its own and encounters something that the other characters would see through its eyes if that makes sense you, you've got to be careful about the details in that because obviously if they get a space and design it and then there's a detail in the script later on where like a, a rock falls on the top of the head cracking the, gra the glass plate at the top and if yeah. you've not fucking incorporated that, you're like, oh fuck, that's it. That's exactly big, you, big trouble. Well, you need this stuff, yeah. And yeah. and those books, that, that book that you've got there, Dan, I'm a big fan of the sort of concept art books and stuff mm. like that because it, it does reflect the mentality. You've got a team of like like however many two hundred people or whatever working on a game, and if they've got to continue, somebody's got to continue your work, and you're the person who designed the character, then they need to know day in and day out without ever meeting you exactly everything well, yeah. you know about that character so I used to... go, go on man. 
No, there's a fascinating bit at the back where they've got a, a section called graphic design and essentially uh, the game's set in kind of like a future where society's kind of crumbled and you've got all these like shops and stores that are kind of rotten, but they designed like a coffee shop that's kind of like got like a Starbucks style font, the menu, the posters, all keeping it on brand. And it's literally just to sit in the background. But when you you go into that shop in the game where you see the designs, you're like, I, I get this, but there's so much background work that just gets passed off. And it's the same, well, when you do comic art, you need to kind of sell yeah. those backgrounds and sell the details. But yeah. you've you got to be an expert in branding and typography. Yeah, I mean, it's not, a, it's games are slightly different. We, I used to work in the games industry and, and the amount of assets that you get sent from a particular game that you could use to then make the ads it was mind-boggling. The amount of art mm. that goes into making a game, you, you, the stuff you see in the game probably about two percent of what gets made. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I'm not sure how much it's reflected in comics, really. But my just my working practices have just brought me to, to do it because it makes sense. You know, it makes sense to sort of have something to go back to and refer to. Um, it may be that. People just read the story really quickly, go straight past the art and don't ever think about it again. But I'm the type of person who will blast through Invincible and then go back and look at the art. Yeah, the, the art's got to be there. I think that, like I said, that continuing like page rates dropping and dropping and dropping, it, yeah. just, it hasn't, the art's got to be there in a comic. That's just... Yeah, yeah. That, 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 I mean, I'm banging on here. Sorry, guys. But the, the one that I just read, The Devil's Reign, that's oh, starting to read the Marvel one. Um, the artwork on the characters is... is just lovely it's like got a little mm. sketchy inky style to it but i'm noticing the backgrounds being um you know uh to call them the 3d stuff on google yeah you know, uh, sketch up uh, okay the, the, yeah, yeah. kind of like sketch up backgrounds and they're kind of just sort of dropped in in some cases somebody might have drawn a bit over a car that they've dropped in but in other cases it's the whole background is just well what's that it's a massive hexagons or it's it's a load of rectangles and it's supposed to sort of like just intimate that there's a lab behind them. Mm. You know that's going to come from that struggle to get a page out in a day. Yeah. Um, you know where it's going to come from because I've, I've been there, you know. Mm. But I, I definitely think you put a, about a week's worth of work in early on and it pays off later on. I know um, Mark Lamming does, um, uses a guy to help out with models for the ships that he designs. So he, he he'll draw the ship it's his design and he hands it to this guy and he'll then produce this 3d model of it and then mark's got it then to be able to move yeah. it around and see it as he needs a certain angle and so use you it show the he needs some of the uh, artwork for that moon Knight comic tony and i was like bloody hell that's <laughs> oh, really yeah. like I, i'm not doubt the artist but it feels like that was really they really had to get that out on time and it was just yeah, yeah. bare minimum stuff and i can't blame someone like if they've got to get that done for for 50 quid a page or whatever they got to yeah. do you can't spend all fucking day Doing think, it. think about think about the mentality you need to work in comics and do that for a living and what, what oh, knowing what you're going to get paid and I, I guarantee you 99 of those guys who've got that stuff in the background if they were given the time they've got nuts on that background. yeah board. god yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you know the, the, can you show me one comic artist who doesn't love what they're doing you know hmm. um wouldn't be there otherwise would they yeah exactly so anyway, you've got to understand that obviously yeah anyway i'm banging on here next yeah so on to you t <laughs> Sorry. Um, okay, me. So um, I'm, I read, as you all know, I made it a New Year's resolution this year to read more manga. I think I'm missing out on it. But it's bear, it's bear in mind, it's the hotness now, isn't it? So I chose a number of books based on um, some advice. And I chose this one really at random. Um, 
with it's like an educated guess because I like the artist and it looked more adult in its approach and it's called Emanon, E-M-A-N-O-N. And it's volume one, Memories of Emanon. Um, it's quite, it was quite the revelation, I'll be honest with you. I, I really enjoyed this and I found it quite an experience. Um, it's written by uh, Shinji Keijo, art by Kenji Tsu- Surutu, Suruta. It's 177 pages, so not like super long. Um, published by Dark Horse in 2019, black and white interiors um, with some colour pages. I think it seems to be the fashion of a lot of manga where they'll, they'll start off with a few colour pages and then move into yeah. black and white. Yeah, never really that, understood Danny. that. Yeah, yeah. I see that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it shows rated as 15 plus in Comixology, but I'm, not, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm not actually sure why. Um, the chapters are split up chronologically, um, and the book series is named after the woman. Um, and but it, it, although it's named after the woman, it tends to be from the point of view of the young man who's, who remains unnamed in it. Um, and anyone who's very clever um, will notice that Eminon, Eminon is actually no name backwards, uh, which is quite oh, cool. okay, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's 1967, Japan, and there's a young man. He boards an overnight ferry. And the way this ferry works is you find a space on the floor, you put your sleeping bag down, and you can kit there. And it begins to fill up. And um, he's a young man fresh from a, um, a heartbreak, a breakup, and he's finding solace in his love of science fiction paperbacks. And he talks about Heinlein and Kurt Siodmak and, and just the science fiction paperbacks for the time. A lot of stuff that I've read, actually. Um and he just wants some privacy and he sort of huddles up in the corner. He finds a space in the corner when a girl um, grabs the space next to him. Um, she is described in the book as a sort of hippie. She's got long, dark hair, um, pretty, um, maybe 20, something like that. But she starts smoking and he says, what are you, what are you doing? Um, and they sit there and they smoke together. And she evades a lot of his questions. But you can see she's got this sort of free spirit sense about her. Um, and he, um, he begins to chat to her. She fall, he falls asleep and she wakes him up and, and she pretends that he's her husband. It's quite, quite interesting because a couple of the older blokes have turned up and are sort of attracted by this beautiful woman sitting in, in the sort of sleeping deck. Um, and they started offering a drink and all this sort of thing. So she pretends that he is her husband and that they have to go out, um, and get a, get a bite to eat outside. So they go out onto the deck, they look at the sea for a while, um, and they begin talking about stuff. And they then go for um, a drink in the bar um, on the ferry, and he starts talking about the theories that come from the books that he's reading. And he's a, he's a he's something of an introvert, and he's a quiet guy, but he really loves sort of science fiction. So he starts talking to her about the big ideas. And there's, I mean, this all happens over the you know 177 pages so it is quite decompressed i didn't mind it i think perhaps because i i was expecting it maybe um and no sorry pardon me she's actually only 17 um she but she claims as part of their conversation that she holds the memories of that date back three billion years and she tells him this very long story that expands over i don't know 40 pages or something about her birth and rebirth and every time she's born she um, has this memory that goes back to the, the dawn of time. And um, and she also claims that he is one of the only people that she's ever told this to. And um, he says to her, why, why did you tell me? And she says, she, she's quiet and she, does, she thinks about it and she says, it's because you remind me of my husband um, who I was married to during the Edo period in Japan. Um, and then 
a couple of pages later, she she says, "No, I probably just made this up, though, didn't I?" But it's it's a really weird thing to say, but it captures this strange conversation they have, but it also captures almost like a romantic interlude over a night between these two people and them and this albeit very sci-fi hard themed idea but the, the fact is they're getting to know each other and and it ends up with them them kissing it's done quite subtly you know there's a there's a, a one of the bars at the side of the boat it, it sort of hides what they're doing and then and they go back and they go to sleep under his coat on the floor on the sleep deck and he wakes up and there's a note from her that says good morning goodbye Eminon, and um, he searches for her across the boat. He searches for her on the, um, the 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 dock, and he can't find her. And you think, oh, okay, well that's, you know, almost like a take the science fiction put it out of it. It's almost like a typical romance, you know, overnight romance story. Yeah, you know, yeah, mm. it's quite touching, but quite well done. And then thirteen years later, he's on a train platform, an older man. He's now married. He's got kids, and he sees her. And I won't spoil the rest of it because okay. that's the point of it. And it's so clever. Um, there's long sequences of it that are wordless. And um, it just, it's very natural. It feels, it feels like you live there moment to moment through the night because of the length of the comic and the sort of decompression of it and, and the use of silent moments and just, you know, looking out to sea. And he's a bit nervous and she's a bit almost scared of talking about stuff. Um, and there's a mystery to her. Um, but it's, it's just beautifully played out. I just, I just found this like really revelatory. It's, it was a, a really, a real moment of a comic I read. Um, and it, but it also has these clever themes where it plays with identity, the concept of what makes you a person. Is it your memories? Um, is it your memory? Is it your identity? That thing that you remember, but are you born? Who are you born as? And, uh, also plays with themes of unrequited love and how we look back, you know, on our youth and, you know, think what could have been, you know, and this is, this is the, the ultimate, what could have been, isn't it? He meets this woman who is this beautiful woman and, but she's got this secret and she's very enigmatic. Um, there's elements of fate between the two of them. Um, will they meet again? And this is what you wonder right at the end. And it, it does have a conclusion of kind of a kind that may not be what you expect. Um, and I, I just found it, flawless i think it's just a mar- it's masterful the, the 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 way it plays out i can't think of anything that would compare to it in western comics that i've seen um just really really beautiful stuff there's um there's a there's a japanese phrase called ichigo ichi and it's um a once in a lifetime coming together of minds which is quoted in the in the back matter and i thought it's a really beautiful way of putting it that these people they've experienced this moment they'll they'll never know anyone as well as they did each other over that night um, because of the admissions and the, the nature of the meeting and stuff like that, and uh, yeah, absolutely brilliant. There is, there are three books actually. There's, uh, I've just ordered the second one, um, so I'll see what happens in that. But uh, yeah, it's called it's from Dark Horse, so you know it's fairly available. It's Eminon Volume One: Memories of Eminon. There you go. That's my one. Oh, that's one too. Nice. Yeah. Um, my one, just a short, sharp one. Um, it was one gifted to me by Mr. Tony Esmond. Hey. Um, thank you very much, Tony. Um, Pleasure, mate. Um, this is uh, Alberto Breccia's Dracula. Or Breccia, yeah. or however, however it said. Breccia, um, apparently. Yeah. Breccia, is it? Yeah, I think, yeah, well, oh, yeah we had I'm to look sure it up, it me and yeah, Eamon, yeah, yeah. but that's yeah. how, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, this is in these brutally, uh, brutally funny satirical misadventures. Dracula's glory days are long behind him. A corrupt government, overtly backed by American imperialism, is the sinister villain, sickening and draining the life out of the villagers far more than one creature of the night ever could. The short comic stories in this collection were created during the last in the succession of Argentine military dictatorships between 1982 and 1983. Uh, this is the first volume in this series to showcase the influential internationally acclaimed artist's work in colour and also presents a sketchbook dem demonstrating his process. This is just another example of um, all of that internationally acclaimed artist. I didn't really know of them. Um, mm. But um, Tony sent us some uh, pictures of it, and there's it's just there's just some stunning artwork, and it is very um, it is very sort of expressionist in it, in its way. These are all silent silent stories, obviously, you know. So therefore, they translate perfectly across the world. Um, uh, he's Argentinian, isn't he? But I mean, it's almost it's almost like it could have come from maybe mad magazine maybe heavy metal yeah you know? yeah there's definitely that sort of vibe from it i mean i totally um each of them are, are short and sharp um some of them um all of them have a, del a healthy dose of sort of humor uh running throughout but sort of like black humor humor that makes you think a little bit and i know there's um there's obviously the backdrop and there's you know even from that that lofty reading of the the back of the book um that i think that adds layers to it after it you don't uh, yeah you, you know this works on its own these be beautifully sort of poignant stories i mean one of them one of them is very much uh dracula versus this super superman yeah. type character who beat that was the one that was the most sort of on the nose in, in a sense for, okay. for, for me but like um there's a a, a wonderful one of my favorite I mean, I, I've stared at a lot, of, a lot of the artwork about this. There's one with him and Edgar Allan Poe. There's, there's a funny one about him. He sees a dentist, and then um, yeah. th there's a there's a funny scene that happens when he goes to bite someone after he's been to see the dentist. I remember seeing a, that dentist one and thinking Yellow Submarine a bit. Uh, do you know what? That's, that's totally what this reminded me of. The yeah. art, the art yeah. style of this, very much Yellow Submarine or something that's. You know the artist Gilliam-esque, maybe. Yeah, you yeah. see it on these sort of um, th these are album covers from the nineteen seventies, like a Pink Floyd cover or something like yeah. that. There's something, there's something about that. It's very reminiscent of that. Um, I mean, worth it alone for just there's just one single page about these wolves stalking uh, through a woodland, and then there's a beautiful page of just this Dracula figure stood on the edge of a cliff, surrounded by wolves, looking over a town. Which oh, it's beautiful. You it? see that on its own, and it's there's a wonderful element of like darkness and you know gothic, you know, and very much that was the first thing I saw of it when when Tony sent it, and I thought, oh, you know, I didn't realize the humor that came after it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's almost the most serious picture of this particular Dracula is him passing through, but then that's that's always um that's that particular tale ends with quite a poignant um i'm just gonna say blood transfusion you're gonna have to see it for yourself uh to see what that was all about um but this There's is moments of nightmarish as well yeah, some of yeah. them you know you think it's so weird it is yeah yeah it's very um dreamlike in a way yeah. there's like a you know it's almost like you've had too much cheese before going to bed you, oh, big you, time, yeah. you watched a 
Bram Stoker's Dracula while eating too much camembert over Christmas. You've gone to sleep and this has happened in your brain. Nice. Yeah. Or you watch The Yellow Submarine followed by Dracula and then, yeah, yeah that, that, this I mean, we, is what's happened. Yeah. We were talking about this before, weren't we? And if you look at stuff that he did like Mort, Mort Cinder or anything like that, mm. it's miles apart. You know, you actually Completely, doubt yeah. it's the same artist. Yes. But he took pride in that. He took pride in being able to do different styles and work in different areas. And yes. He is an absolute master that people should know about. Yes. He's just incredible. Definitely. It's, it's a yeah. book that, and having seen this and seeing the work that um, the other sort of style of work he did, which is beautiful black and white inks, nothing, the sort of thing that, um, what we, we've discussed it just before we were on M- Miller. I, Miller's clearly a fan. Yeah, yeah, Miller's clearly a fan. Some of it was reminiscent to the sort of stuff you see in a commander or a battle or action or. What was the other book we we just we talked about? Some that kind of um, wonderful sort of black and white. It's almost like a Bellamy, you know, yeah, something like that, isn't so, it? You yeah, know. something pul- very pulpy about it. Yeah, um, yeah. So I'm definitely going to be digging up more of this this creator's work. This also is this wonderful book is from Fantagraphics, who I think are absolutely smashing it at the moment in terms of the content they are putting out. Yeah, um, I mean they're putting out Breathier Library, so they're yeah. putting out all of this stuff, you know, yeah. and. This this dude, I mean, his life was in danger because of the comics he made during the, yeah. the regime. Bloody hell. The, you know, yeah, yeah. His, his writing partner, Osterheld on Mort Cinder, and Osterheld's daughters and their husbands were all killed, executed yeah. by the government because they put a book out about Che Guevara. You know, yeah. you know and it's like worried about, oh, what's, in, what's happening on Instagram today? These people are being executed for the yeah. comics they're making. You know, yeah. it's incredible. Yeah, yeah, when you when you step beyond the your own bubble and and to the sort yeah. of the plight of what well, other when you, people, when you, yeah, when you say it like that, it, you say that in the UK they're being executed for their comics they're making. It's got a different feel in the rest of the world, doesn't it? Because yeah, yeah. comics you know, have that more respect anyway. You know, yeah, he, he's not just putting a comic out; he's putting out a story, putting out a book. Yeah, um, and you need to start recognizing that, don't you? Yeah. So yes, this this book, Dracula Fantagraphics, like I say. Plenty to get into there, and um, if you haven't discovered much like me, if you haven't discovered this artist, discover them now. Yeah, incredible. And there you go, yeah. and that's what this show's all about. And um, yes, another powerful show to start off 2022. Nip <laughs> up 2022. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening, everyone. We hope you enjoyed this this week's episode. If there's anything you want us to discuss. Um, in the upcoming months and stuff we are um, in the process of planning a month of manga we're um, yeah. we're talking about it at the moment but we're just going to get the get our ducks in a row March talk- manganess yeah yeah, yeah. March, manga month man- manganess manga no. march no yeah manga march that's it um, manga yeah which <laughs> which means that there's probably going to be lots of us going this is quite good and a lot of our listeners going, well, we've been reading this for years, you you idiots. Why haven't you been reading this? Um, and we're fully prepared I'm for that. I'm deep into the research, guys. Yeah. I'm doing something else on it as well. But, yeah, I'm deep into the research. Yeah. So, oh, nice. Yeah. So there's stuff like that going on, as well as um, more um, protest stuff. And we're going to try and get some publishers, more comic shops, and all kinds uh, in, the, in the months ahead. So, yeah, plenty to look forward to. Um, if there's anything you'd like us to particularly talk about, um, and sort of champion over this year, then there's several different ways you can get in touch with us. You can email us awesomecomicspod at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at the awesome pod. I know we keep talking about how it's an absolute tire fire, but we will try and spread the positivity and shamelessly plug this show because <laughs> it's all about branding. 
you know <laughs> there's a promo thread on there so if you've got yeah. stuff to, to shout about stick it yeah. in there yeah um if you um if you do facebook go to facebook.com slash awesome comics podcast join the community group awesome comics talk where we try to keep the hard selling to a minimum because we don't let it happen and there's a slack channel that get in touch with us to join that and the wonderful community of people on there sharing uh, comics and process talk and basically if it if we're involved in anything we want people to talk about comics and uh, whether it be making comics reading comics mm-hmm. or whatever in a very positive constructive nature if there's any haters they can do one yeah so, boring yeah the but and please don't think you you have to be in a clique to come yeah. at the drink and draw every no is not welcome. at all no. yeah everyone's, everyone's welcome yeah. yeah 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 we want new faces there and is uh, also that's a way of us to discover your work and we'll go by yeah. um, thank you for listening to us whether it's on the website awesomecomics.podbean.com if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts subscribe and leave a review it helps get the word out about the show we're on uh, uh, other networks like Spotify Amazon Stitcher Podnose Podknife what are the networks we on Tony? we're on Pod Ham Wallet <laughs> disgusting <laughs> absolutely disgusting <laughs> who would say something like that Unbelievable. Tony Esmond, what a legend. Um, where can people find us online, etc.? Tony? Uh, if you go to patreon.com forward slash uh, tribute press, you can find Fur, which is currently running, and we've got some other stuff in the works at the moment, including a script that I've just sent to Johnny Cannon. So there you go. Nice. Uh, Dan? You can find me on uh, Patreon forward slash uh, Vanguard Comic, which I'm st- still posting up stuff from Viper, and I'm absolutely desperate to try and get this done now. Uh, I just need to get it done. So, work- working hard. Yeah, he's Man. always he's always working hard, our boy. Um, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Jester Diablo and Dave Kennedy. Thank you for being our first Thanks, guest babes. of the year. Cheers, Dave. Oh, no problem. Um, Enjoyed where, it. Where can people um, find your artwork and find out more about you? Um, if you head over to www.didthatcomeoutofme.com, uh, you know, <laughs> always with um, the W's, always with the W's. Yeah. <laughs> if you go to HTTPS, no, um, <laughs> just search for search for Terry Sheriff anywhere and everywhere, and you'll probably find me. Um, and if you're interested in the Storm King stuff, again, Google's brilliant. You just write Storm King productions and uh, you'll find all the comics and they're available on amazon and comiXology and everything like that yay you can bag them anywhere really um <clears throat> they're, they're usually a lot of the stuff we've done has been collected into trades so yeah um, well worth getting yeah or you can jump on amazon Waterstones, like that nice your boots. so get on it fill your boots indeed and thank you very much for listening everyone we're gonna let, let's make it a good year this year um, lots of interesting stuff to come and uh, thank you as always for supporting the show um, wherever you are in the world we love you even Tony Dan does don't you Dan? <laughs> yeah hell yeah yeah don't Dave, yeah, Dave, Dave, Dave does don't you you, you love him. All, all, all the love all, all the love, the love. Yeah. all the love all the love <laughs> even yours Tony everyone loves me yeah um, and we love you we that ruined my carpet oh god <laughs> Vinyl flooring, that's what you need, Tony. Anyway, um, <laughs> wherever you are in the world, we hope you're happy, healthy, doing okay. Keep making those comics, keep reading those comics. Let us know what we need to be reading. And until next week, thank you very much for listening. From Dan, Tony, Dave, and myself. Hey, awesome. Look, <laughs> <laughs> listen, we won't have any premature, awesome. Yeah. I can't. There's no Sorry, way. To... Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> <laughs>
Always premature. Um, but from everyone, <laughs> every one of us here, including Dave, who's very excited, is overexcited. Um, have, a, have a brilliant week. And as always, guys, this is going to be good. See if we can get three in a row. What should they do? Stay awesome. Stay awesome. Yeah, I love that. Back of the net. It's giving me a bone in that one. I bet it has. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye. See you oh. later. <laughs>